fuck. Welcome to this, the very first live edition of the Ian Prendercaster Carlton podcast, brought to you as always by the good people at MGA Traffic. Um, we are live, which is good because last time we tried to go live, it uh, ended disastrously uh, with people only being able to hear me, um, which was not good at all. <laughs> uh, so, my name is Sean Peter Budge. I'm joined as always by the big Fubba Ganoush. Fubba Ganoush, how are you going? Want to say to the gutsy? Um... Yeah, I'm going okay. I can't, can't give you more than that. I'm, I was uh, going to say, we don't want to be getting off on a depressing note. No. Nah. A few health struggles. but You are you know, alive. You're alive. Are we're alive. And this is going to pep me up. And You told me, some... me just moments ago that you were two feet in the grave. Yes. And it had me worried. Yep. Uh, do you like the spread I've put on for you this evening? Yes. The um, the Mix Max is the, is the... the. I think you're missing the hero of the... Mr. Kipling. The Mr. Kipling angel slice. Nah, Mr. Kipling's angel slice has nothing on a Balkani Mix Max. Jerk off. That's Timbo, have you had a Mix Max? No. Sean, was your first Mix Max at my place? Yeah, it was. And those uh, croissant things that had no filling. <laughs> They're meant to be chocolate-filled croissants. Or apricot. Sean got one that was just no filling. They forgot to impregnate I got it. several. I got a half a dozen of them. <laughs> Um, That's why they're on special. <laughs> someone figured it out. And, of course, uh, Timbo, Tim Davis, Dr. Davis, you're with us. Now, the spread reminded me of one of my favourite Ian Prendercast moments, and that was when uh, Fabian had, had gone to the trouble, he and Peter, of getting, you know, an assortment of mixed lollies and the like for the office. And, you know, you get them on sale at office works and like, which good. You know, we come in. I usually get there a bit earlier to set up. Fabian and I discovered very quickly that the bananas were like soap. <laughs> they were like washing detergent. They were very firm. They were awful. Um, we told Timbo this. Timbo acknowledged that they were like soap and just continued to eat them. <laughs> My wife's similar where she'll go, hey, Tim, we made that uh, spaghetti bolognese about 12 days ago. <laughs> Do you really think you should be eating it? Yeah. For far enough <laughs> through now for it not to matter. What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, then, Kelly's a bit that 48 way. hours later, I'm <laughs> strapped to the toilet going... Yeah, <laughs> you know, at the time, more ownership of my decisions. At the time, it tasted pretty good. Kelly will eat out of that yogurt. Oh, the milk's good, or whatever. Like she, she does. She's unaware, or she just ignores the dates. It's got a good constitution. So, um, I used to iron guts like her, uh, like her old man. Well, Timbo, how have you been going? Otherwise, this is the first time we've been in the same room together recording since uh, the Collingwood practice match. I reckon. Yes. And Where? Then, the, the world fell apart the shortly infa- after. The infamous Canadian clubs. Canadian clubs. <laughs> Still financing the entire football club. If we hadn't have gone to that game, if Fab hadn't have gone and done a drinks run, the Carlton Football Club would not have survived COVID. <laughs> it would have shut the <laughs> I, joint down. I propped us up. The CFO kept looking through the books going, we fucking sold four of these Canadian clubs. These are keeping us. <laughs> Just thank God. Um, but how have you been otherwise, Timbo? Yeah, we're coping all right at home. we got three kids off to school. Four weeks ago, which, um, which I think made last life. Last time we spoke, you were very much looking forward to getting them out of the house. Yeah, but then obviously it didn't happen for a while. No, no. <laughs> but um, dared to dream. That was April when Tim wanted. Yeah. To <laughs> well, we it, it was it was a bit of an adventure, I reckon. I mean, we had moments, but you know, it was having the kids around all the time. It was kind of interesting, but 
I reckon the biggest problem was you never got to miss them because they were always there. <laughs> you got to know them too well. Yeah. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden you send them off to school. They have their day. They come back. They're excited. You know, they've been around their friends and all that sort of stuff. You've had a chance to miss them, as we were saying. You know what you've had? You've, had all, you've all had a chance to do something that the correct. other one didn't see happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So you can share, even if something as mundane as what happened in maths today, I don't really care. <laughs> but but I just, used to see it. Yeah, not just the kids, even significant others. Absolutely. I just I was doing Kelly's head in. I think you were doing her head in. Yeah, and vice and vice versa. Yeah. She's no angel. She cleaned. So we turned incessantly. We turned turned the study into my office, and she'd came. She'd come in what, every half hour, and vacuum it. <laughs> and 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 like how what, dirty does she think you are? And God forbid I went to the toilet. If I if I'd go to the bathroom, I'd come back. The desk would be neat. She's done a Shame. couple of she's done a couple of surveys right. as well. She sat down. Well, well, funny that she hears me coming. And hides under the desk. Little did she know, I've turned the microphone to mute. I'm on a Zoom meeting. I had to go to the bus. So I just ducked off, did a number one, come back. She's thought, I'll hide under the desk and scare him. But I've still got the video on. It's just the microphone's on mute. I've gone to sit down and I have shat my pants. (laughs) She's jumped out from under the desk. I'm in a full-blown conference. There's like 12 people. That's and, hilarious. How do you explain this? I've just gone. It was a witch. My wife was my hiding wife, between my legs. I said my wife was uh, between my legs under the desk. You understood the seriousness <laughs> of this call. <laughs> doesn't sound as good as it could have been. But uh, Well, yeah. shout out to Kel. Shout also, to a special Kel. shout out to everyone in the chat just at the moment. Uh, Steve Raitman, it's good to see you there. He's one of the OGs. And he deserves a shout out. Yes, absolutely. Because Steve Raitman was literally one of the first people who corresponded with us when we started our dog shit program. That had no direction, <laughs> no quality, no reason to listen. Yet Steve hung in every week. Yeah. We were basically just doing it for him in the end. Um, so he deserves a special shout out. So Steve, shout out. Steve should have got the secondhand information. Oh, listen to these blokes. And he yeah. should have got, no, I have. They're, they're shit outs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm already on it. They're and, shit, but I'm on board. <laughs> I find a comfort in listening to them. Yes. He would have actually, it would have been like following a football team as like we slowly got a little bit better. Yeah. The funny yep. thing is, Correct me if I'm wrong. Steve would listen to this while he was driving yes. across pretty long distances. How he didn't veer off the road. <laughs> How we weren't responsible <laughs> for multiple deaths. Multiple I reckon Steve had, a, had either had a decent drive to work or I have a feeling he might have driven a bus yes. at the school. Tell us in the chat, Steve. <laughs> we're just going to go right We're just going to wait to your response, Steve. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> We've got uh, go Maddie's latest son. Uh, no, lads, love the pod. Ready to hear you unleash on that Muppet Dodoro. Well, we might oh, do that. God, we might get yes. to him. Um, but look, the, the focus of, this, of tonight's chat more than anything is, is more or less uh, about the end of season exit interviews. We were mulling over whether to do a review show. How does that look? And we, we want to be positive-ish. Um, and we also want to go through the players and, and kind of give them a pat on the back where we can and, and critique how they went this season. Um, and then also just a bit of a trade update, obviously, from our point of view, it's been well spoken about what's going on or what isn't going on, as the case may be. Um, and I'm sure that'll kind of kick us off. I've got something to, to chat with you guys about it. It hasn't materialized in so much of like finalized trades. But one thing I have liked this season, Sauce, I think we we really like largely what Sauce did and we commend him for doing what he did. Didn't do it flawlessly. No one does. But he had a very combative approach, a very old school approach, and which is why Dodoro, he's like, he's a dinosaur. He's the last of a breed that doesn't exist anymore. He and Sauce were like the last two standing. It was like Highlander. And then now it's just Dodoro. So Sauce's attitude was really combative, really 
take it to the wire, who's going to blink first? I reckon Nick Austin's got a much more shop early, who are our targets, get them on board, and we work to get him in the door. We've obviously done that with Williams. We'll talk about Saad. I think, I think Fab, I'm comfortable with how we're dealing with the Saad situation. Yeah, 100%. I think that he's not worth a pick eight in isolation and certainly not given the circumstances. He's out of contract, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What is it you think? We've spoken about this a lot. Why is it you think people are so reticent to embrace free agency? Why do you think people are so frightened of free agency? Fear of change, I yeah, reckon. It's totally. that they don't – and some there's this obvious misconception that it will tilt the balance of power to a select few. So, And a lot of people keep bringing up the Tom Lynch, you know, example as see the the best clubs will just get tom lynch but there's what they don't understand is there's a, a limit to how many the biggest equalizer is and should have been the draft and the salary salary cap all right so yes they might get a tom lynch and they might get a Dion prestia but then eventually their cap is going to be maxed out and they all either lose players which they are they're losing quality Second tier, albeit, but they're losing that thing. So their depth is going to be Oleg Markov. I'm thinking more Dan. Dan Brandon Ellis, Dan Butler, Dan Butler Jack Higgins. Right. Yeah. Yep. Seems like Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood. Jesus you know, left an Oleg Markov size hole in that original lineup. I don't know if they can go back to back to back. <laughs> Collingwood are in a world of hurt with their salary cap oh now. So that God, forces. Both. That forces. But, but this is, just going back a second, this is what Sauce doesn't get enough credit for. Sauce rebuilt our cap. That was his number one. Yep. So we don't have these problems at the moment because he systematically tore the club apart and rebuilt the cap so we can be competitive. If anything, he's cleared up. And I know he, he aired his grievances yes. with the whole um, Eddie, Betts. Eddie Betts thing. But Sauce left that much room in the cap that we have to spend something like $1.4 million just to reach the minimum. The 95. So people worried about Zach Williams. Zach Williams could be getting paid $1.5. It's not bothering us. Like no. we, we have to burn yep. this money. And I'm not saying we should all burn it on one player, but we've used cap space to kind of, in lieu of trading draft picks. And and these are those mechanisms, Timbo, which we've spoken about a lot on Twitter and we've spoken a lot um, amongst ourselves. There are mechanisms to equalise the competition that people are frightened of. Yep. We've spoken yep. about it. Lower the minimum t- salary cap. It's the first obvious thing you need to do. You pay your list what it's worth. Well, the bottom line is... The, the difference between the best team and the worst team is not 5%. No. Mm. Now, when you looked at how it. badly Adelaide was playing this year and how North finished the year, the top sides, they, they're 25% better. And the top probably. sides need to exist at the ceiling of their salary cap. Absolutely. And then that's how we stay agile and aggressive because we're operating at 85% of our salary cap. Yep. And then we go into the free agency market and we can blitz With it. a war chest. And yep. it's um, a genuine war chest. Yeah. yeah. Say, there has to be a minimum. It just doesn't have to be 95%. It should be something more around 80. 70 or 80 or yeah. something, you know. You can't but, be a North Melbourne and pay every, everyone no. $4.50. Because that's, that's how you get into problems. Mm. Well, and, and the funny thing is listening to the blokes on Trade Radio today, which I've never done in previous years, but every now and again because I'm working from home, I it's might like as well. A, it's like a prison sentence. It's pretty it, hard work, it's, actually. It's almost like Bomber Radio. It's doing hard time. It, <laughs> it is. is. But, but the one thing that the they – The county courts are giving people – Trade radio. <laughs> You've been sentenced to two weeks of this shit. Well, the one thing they didn't seem to address today is they keep on talking about, oh, where's Collingwood at? What's it going to mean for them? They had a couple of people that rung in. And the elephant in the room that they almost touched on and they were almost smart enough to realise 
is they kept on saying, oh, Jordan Degoe is yet to sign. Mm. And the bottom line is they will they will not have the money to sign Jordan Degoe. So if yeah. they can't ship off Tom Phillips or Adam Trelaw or whatever, they're not going to be able to sign him. Is he out of contract? He is out of contract. So he was going to the draft. He'll get picked up by North or he'll get picked up by Adelaide. I mean, mm. North chased him for so long. He'll turn around and put a price on his head, but the price on his head isn't going to help Collingwood. No. They probably can't afford 25 grand, let alone 850 or would whatever you keep, you can ask for. It's not a Collingwood podcast, but would you keep – Dugowie is a better X-Factor player, don't get me wrong, than Adam Trelaw is, but I reckon for 22 rounds of the year – Trelaw is yeah. the play you want to keep. Why are they, why are they pushing? Why are they pushing Adam Trelaw out the window? They're both injury prone. People yeah, get yeah. seduced. People get seduced by what the player might do, not what the player does week in week out. We could be accused of doing that with a guy like Charlie Kerno, who hasn't played for two years. Yeah. And the reality is, what the what sort of we're going to touch on later when we get to him. But like, what sort of player is he going to be? We've got this misty eyed, nostalgic recollection of him kicking seven goals against the Bulldogs and all that. And you go, well, that's a long time ago. It's his last four-quarter game he's played. It's a long time ago, and you're going, so we're hanging out on what this guy might be able to deliver us up against what someone has been delivering us you know, all like. But the, the thing we saw just closing on him is we got Saad across the line, who we famously heard from a recently released member of the community. <laughs> um, that was some extraordinary news to, to hear the other week. Well, we heard firsthand that a couple of years ago, Saad was very keen on us. We rebuffed him. Sauce kind of gave him the cold shoulder. So Nick Austin's been able to talk Saad in. He's been able to talk Williams in. And it's obviously a destination he's always yes, wanted. Yes, yeah. But you go, obviously. I think the connection was through Ange Christou. There's a bit of a family connection. Lucky I think he lived next door. Something something along those lines. Christou had arranged for Adam to meet with the club. Oh. And the club just, it wasn't the direction. Obviously, Sauce wanted to go in and. We humoured him. and Yeah, well, yeah. we gave him the respect, I think, more for Ange than anything to, to meet with him and. Subsequently, but there was never any interest from yeah. there. He wasn't in the. We're blowing up the joint. It's literally hitting the draft for three years. You've come. You've probably come too early. So come back to us in three or four years' time, yeah, Adam. When, when I'm when I'm no longer when I'm here. no longer here, someone's replaced me. I've, <laughs> I've left acrimoniously. Come back and speak to the next guy. But obviously, with Williams as well, uh, another one. Um, obviously, the sales pitch was very. We've spoken about sauce. I reckon sauce was more take it or leave it, whereas Nick Austin might be a bit arm around the shoulder. Show me the we love. love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. Whereas Sauce was a bit like, you're either one in, you're in or you're out. Let me know right now. And that was it. Yep. So that's just a different method. On Saad, once again, we've spoken about this on the pod. Anyone who's been following us has been following my rants. We need a Bosman fab. Yes. We, we've needed it for years. We need someone to come along and be the guy that blows the system up to say, I'm out of contract. I am not in breach of that contract. I should be able to move as any worker in any industry can to a new employer. Yep. Bosman did it in yep. 91. His court case was settled in 95. This is by way uh, Jean-Marc Bosman. He's a Belgian footballer, wanted to move to a French club. His Belgian club blocked his move. Wasn't even a big no. thing. He played it? for Liège. Yeah. Liège. And he wanted to move to some dog shit French team. Standard? No, RFC. Okay. And he, the deluxe version. The deluxe version. <laughs> he, he wanted to move and they blocked him and they fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it. And he basically challenged the European High Court freedom of uh, movement. And the European High Court went, yeah. yeah. You're, out of, you're out of contract. You're out of contract. You're there free you to go wherever you want. And more than that, like what's happening here, your club doesn't need to be paid anything. Their rights on you are over. And and that's that's the crazy thing at the moment is, as we're sort of saying, these clubs are wanting to, you know, hold furiously onto 
guys whose contract they've let run down, um, they have they have no hold on this player at all, and yet they expect not only are they going to get recompensed in line with what his ability and all that sort of stuff is, but if if you're so hell bent on doing that, you got to trade him a year before he's done. He, his value is compromised by the circumstances. That's the thing. People keep saying Adam Saad is a first round draft pick. Yeah, he's become a first round draft pick on skill alone. His ability says he's the value at the trade table is diminished because of his contract status. Yep. You want Bryce Gibbs out Adelaide, using the Bryce Gibbs example. He's just on a five-year deal. You pay the premium to you get You pay the early. premium. They didn't want to do it the first year. They came back. He's still got three full years. As silly as it sounds, Fab, you almost play, pay one for the player and then one for the privilege of getting him out while they're under contract. Yep. yep. And 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 as we've sort of said with Gibbs too, you know, when you sign a guy to a three, four, five-year deal, you're basically saying, Unless you're Collingwood. <laughs> but but you're basically saying we have a need in this position. Who is going to fill the need? Bryce Gibbs. You're Bryce Gibbs. You're in that role and we don't need to touch you for three years because we've signed you up and we'll build around that um that peg that's been allocated. Yep. Then all of a sudden some snoozer at the eleventh hour, Justin Reed comes along and goes, Oh, how about uh, Bryce Gibbs comes to Adelaide and you're going, For what? You know. Yeah, we're we're ready to move forward with exactly what we've got. Make a compelling offer, and it wasn't even close to compelling. That's one of my favourite trade period words. We have to be offered something compelling. Yes. How about a dog turd off the side of my shoe, Essendon? How does that sound? (laughs) Because he's not worth pick eight, given the circumstances. We've been more than generous in offering pick eight. We should expect something back. Essendon clearly need that pick. Of, as you would know more than anyone in this room, Timbo, they need a first-round pick to trade a first-round pick. And this pick. is where a That's lot of people, good. especially in the Twitter sphere, and, you know, we all go on, then we all give our opinion, but a lot of people are misinformed. It's they What? Need- <laughs> on Twitter? <laughs> it's all gospel, Sean. All gospel. Um, They need this pick. Yeah. Yeah. So they need it. So they need to be a little bit more accommodated. So the fact that we're even offering it. We just need to wait. And I love the whole, yeah, but pick 20. Uh, screws up our Jai Caldwell deal. I don't fucking care. It's not our problem. <laughs> That's it, but just <laughs> exactly right. It's not our issue, Adrian. But there's also the thing that if they say, oh, we need a first-round pick because they need it, need, why are we still offering pick eight? Why haven't we moved on and split it? Well, as you say, still if, give them a first-round pick. If they physically need a first-rounder, what's wrong with pick yeah, 18? Because eight, 8, 30 and 20 back is equivalent, me and Tim did this today, pick 12. On the point system. And you know what I hate? I hate this. Sam McClure does it. I'm not just naming him. A lot of guys do it. Just get the deal done, Carlton. Just do it. Just get yeah, the deal done. Yeah. We're not under any obligation. The no. gate will get it will get it done. To just get going, the deal what, done. You want something to talk yeah. about but because also, trade radio is not Adelaide, Adelaide can get it done with pick one as yeah. well, mate. We're not they're not doing it. Correct. We, we under we are under no obligation to just get the deal done for the sake of getting the deal done. Yeah. You know, yeah. We have to do what's right for us. And what's right for us is doing a deal that's fair and reasonable. And as you alluded on the SMS or, or Twitter, the moment we turn around and we give pick eight. There will be a chorus of fans who go, "Oh, geez, they've overpaid in that instance." Everyone knows geez, we have. We have a look at Nick Austin. He's inherited what Stephen Silvani's built, and he's tearing it down one step at a time. And we all know that eight's too much. Everyone knows that eight's too much. Correct. Everyone's saying it. So we have Essendon over the barrel, not the other way around. Essendon need our pick. We don't blink. And if Nick Austin blinks, it's not the end of the world. No, but it'd be disappointing because we Especially don't need this to. year. But he can't. If, he can't. You know, it's his you know, first my, year. It's his first trade. You know, my he can't, friend, Timbo. He can't roll over on I don't know if you saw our Twitter 
Twitter interactions with some Essendon fans where they were saying, well, if you try to split pick eight, we'll just split pick seven. I said, so you'll split pick seven to get just a worse pick. Just us. <laughs> you'll trade your pick seven out to get our pick eight, yeah. you fucking idiots. Yeah. I would almost no, let the, them the do best that. one, the other one is the, uh, oh, yeah, let him go to the preseason draft. Yeah. And then the Dora comes out and threatens, we'll take Jai Corwell in the preseason draft. Going, well, we don't, know worry. we don't have to worry about you anymore. Yeah, so, <laughs> you go, so, okay. um, you've got one pick per round in the preseason draft. And that's the other thing oh. Sean and I were talking about. These fools thinking they've got picks 1, 8, 9, 11. Oh, Geelong have got four picks in the preseason draft. No, they don't. No, they've got one. They every, one. Everyone's got one they've per got round. Pick 17 in the you preseason can, draft. And every single year people going, oh, can we trade for a pick in the preseason draft? <laughs> no. no. You couldn't do no, it 20 years you ago. Can't. You couldn't do it 10 years ago. And guess what? You still can't do it. And here's the bottom line. Do you not think Collingwood would have done that to get Nick uh, Nick Stevens? Stevens. All we all we wanted was Heath Scotland. We got Heath Scotland and Nick Stevens. Here's the problem, Timbo. So with with the whole preseason draft situation, Essendon aren't going to redraft Sard. So it's an empty threat. It's an empty threat, and that's what hopefully Austin's just staring him down, going, "No, you won't. You're an idiot, Todoro. You're an absolute buffoon." And the sooner. They cut his knees off via free agency and the like, the better. Because every year he holds it up, every year someone else gets the blame, every year he's the common denominator. Well, what's fascinating is obviously the the lineage and and recent performance of the Eston Football Club, this last five years especially, they're going nowhere. And despite what the media wants to be able to tell us going into each season that, you know, they're top four chance and oh. All that sort of it started again today, Fab. This, yeah. is, this is insane. Um, they've already moved Dan Richardson on. So they've done a review, and however they've done their um, recruitment list management, they've seen fault in, whether it's strategy or competency or personality, I don't know. But you sit there and you're going, if as a team that's operating that function, yep. if they've seen fit to move Dan Richardson on, why on earth is old mate, Dodoro not being moved on as well. And, I, it, and, and I think he'd have to get through the trade. He'd circuit, have to get through trade the draft. After the trade period. I think he's done. I think he's done. But this is a problem. You can't you can't blow up the guy with all the IP yeah, going into going into this. No, no, he's got to see the draft through. Draft period out. Yeah. Even but, last year, Soss and Kane Little could have yeah. come to, to literal blows. Soss was always going through that trade and draft period. Yep. Yeah, I think that Dodoro is one of those guys. Apparently, he's a lovely guy. I got no reason to doubt that. He's probably a super guy, but he's been more in, more or less in charge of their list for twenty years. I put the thing on Twitter to some Essendon nuffy and said, "Here's the bottom line: in that period that Dodoro's been the head of your list, we have been better than you, fallen off a cliff, rebuilt, been better than you, won finals, fallen off a cliff again, rebuilt, and now we're better than you again. And we're better than you again. <laughs> this is the fact." <laughs> That's just the We're on a roller coaster. You're scared to buy a ticket. Yep. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, all right, all right. So that's mind look, you, we're on that. What, what's that adventure park? The uh, class action park. Class action park. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. It's amazing. <laughs> if no one's to. watched Class Action Park, HBO Max documentary about this theme park in uh, New Jersey, it's phenomenal. Well, when I've watched it, you have to watch all this mayhem. Please. I don't know if I want to do that. You, you have to. <laughs> so what we're going to do tonight, we're going to go through, uh, obviously with Saad bearing in mind, we, we obviously wait and see um, what happens there. To, uh, Thursday's the deadline. You would think something gets done sooner rather than later because Essendon need the collateral to go Is after Thursday their the deadline trades. or tomorrow? Thursday. Thursday. So they, Surely tonight they're around the boardroom table gun. We have to do it because we've got Saad, which unlocks Caldwell, which unlocks Dunkley. Go, we can't do the others till we do that. 
So that's why we're just waiting by the phone. And Not even. also, I want to put this on record because I've tweeted it enough, and this is the last time you hear me say it. If if there's anything that Adelaide or North Melbourne are thinking about getting Adam Sart, we still have the national draft that everyone is forgetting about. If we have to give up pick eight, yeah, who cares? And Essendon don't want to come to the party with what we want. We use pick eight on Adam Sart. Yeah, Luke Ball style. We do, not them. So that is still don't get it. And we can, but what stops us on draft night, somebody picking up the phone and going, hey, uh, Nick Austin, we're really keen on uh, um, Oliver Henry. What would we need to give you to give a pick eight? You move out of pick eight, move down half a dozen picks, whatever it ends up being, and lo and behold, we'll probably end up taking Sard at about pick 15, which is kind of what we were offering the first instance, and lo and behold, we, we, we haven't even had to overpay to prove a point yeah. at the and time you can manipulate the system that you've got to still get the guy you want for about relative value. I agree. The only the point I'm You're trying to drive home is – You're out of control, though. You're out of control at that point. But we hold the cards at the moment. Now, Nick Austin is – like Sean said, he's been super generous. I would have offered pick eight in a package deal for convenience. Mm. So get it done quickly. Quickly. And for conv- – The longer that goes on, my patience wanes and the deal gets worse. Yeah. And that's why you got it. Like I put the tweet out, you go to Dodoro – this is the deal to midday. After midday, it becomes this. After five, it becomes this. Go and test me. What's yeah. Geelong got? I know we want to 13, move on. Is it 11? Is it 11, 15? Or 13, 15, 20? Something like that. 13, 15. Sounds like the number of like a Ludemobile or something. Is that 13, 30, 32? Something like that. Can we not do it with them and give them? So they end up with. Yeah, but they need the picks for Cameron. Yeah, but then they get eight and oh, keep so they give us 15 and 20. I need your internet, your Wi-Fi. Oh, I don't know what the password is. <laughs> you live Off the here. top of my head. <laughs> oh, yeah, Timbo, the password's just 3Q underscore, you know, I don't know what it is. It's a Europa League team name. <laughs> yeah, Quarabag. <laughs> um, we'll get back to that, whatever. I'll find that for you shortly. Absolutely. But uh, we want to move on now, obviously, our exit interviews, which is the broader point of this episode, to go through our players, have a bit of a chat about what we like from them, what we'd like to see from them, give them a letter grade and whatnot. We'll blast through that as best we can. Obviously, number order, we'll start, gentlemen, with Jack Silvani. Played three games for us this year. Highlight of his year for me, um, I thought he played really well in the wind down in Geelong. Yep. Um, and then other than that, he just had a shocker with injury. Just couldn't get himself out there. Yeah. The highlight for mine was that he liked a few of our tweets. That's true, actually. He did. <laughs> he really? <laughs> yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, he liked our tweets mentioning Kane Little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> said he's working through the family one by one. Joe better watch out. He liked it. And then I asked, are you staying? He didn't respond. Yeah, um, I, I, I've, yeah look, I like these. I always like JSOS's application. And in the brief times that he actually got on the pitch, it was no, nothing different this year. But obviously the dislikes are just the injuries. That The first one, the rib is unfortunate, yeah. but then he's obviously injured himself in training up at the hub. So um, hopefully just... I think it's an absence make the heart grow fonder situation i think we saw that he's an important player for us structurally he has a role he's a crafty little bastard very very he's skillful mm. he's hard he's a bit of a barometer for us when he plays in that front half um what would we like to see i think it's pretty simple we'd like to see him stay yep oh look i think so i mean it we're i think we're in a beautiful situation now where our list is filling up and and it's only really high-quality players that come in, and there's the risk that some decent players are falling out the other end. You know, we're, we're on a nice edge at the moment with Matt Kennedy. Um, I think he'll probably stay, but they still haven't confirmed what the list sizes are going to be. Um, 
But I think while Mitch McGovern's form hasn't been lighting it up, I think you you need to keep Jack Silvani to be that um, small, tall option forward. Medium. Medium. <laughs> what's the <laughs> Thank gra- you, Fabian. Grande's large. What's, what's below Grande? Piccolo. Piccolo. Yep. Well, I think in terms of the uh, exit interview, um, my my parting thing for, for Jay Sauce, obviously there's some angst with him down at the club at the moment. I'd show him the picture of, of himself as a little boy running onto the MCG. Spot on. Yep. And go, do you want to give that up? Go and the club loves you, the fans love you. We want you to stay. As long as the club loves him. There's obviously a few well, people in knows? there. It may have become untenable for him. And if it is. I just can't say how it does. If he moves on because of that, I can understand it. I, I but move, hold no ill will. You might move on because of, you know, the club's got the shits with your dad or vice versa. What about your granddad? What a not, great story it'd be. Not, no. What about a not, what not. a great story it'd be too. You get your name on the jumper. Fucking win a flag. The locker. You win a flag. No, but in terms of you get your name on the locker. What an a flag, Sean. Mate, Fuck. I understand the flag. But the idea of that no, Serge, Steve, Jack. I'd be you awesome. Get, unbelievable. You know, that's what you're playing for. And does he need 100 to get that? Yeah, in that Guernsey. In that Guernsey. So he only played a handful in two. Yep. Um, I reckon. Your, I reckon if you got to ninety something, they'd just put it on. There. Brad Fisher him. They can't. Do Sam Rowe him. <laughs> no, because no, they he's, got, played, they got he's, played, he's played. He's played in the. No, you have two. to. You have to play hundred games of that jumper number. Exception. No, there's no exceptions for that. I don't give a shit. Sean, we fucked the monogram up. There's exceptions. That's true. We right. haven't. We, I don't think we'll be fixing that anytime soon. By the way, uh, what's I, I had a, for a letter grade for JSOS, I had NA because I've got yeah UG yeah ungraded yeah, yeah. ungraded yep. which I think is fair enough. Uh, Paddy Dow's next uh, cab off the rank, played the three games. His, his lowest return in his three years, played 20 in his first, 19 in his second. Um, highlights very few and far between, um, just owing to injury more than anything else. I've got one. Shaved his head. He did show. I've got Loved that it. as a dead set. Dead set, I've written in here. Shaved I've got, head. Dead set, I've got what we liked. He When he rocked up with a no-nonsense crew cut. <laughs> yep. Shades of carrots, Murph and Gibbs when Juddy turned up. That's it. Really, look, he was hurt. He was one of those guys, we've got a few of them, really hurt by the scratch match format. Injuries didn't help him. Didn't do a preseason. Lack of continuity, couldn't catch up. And then the format of those scratch matches was disastrous for him. Um, look, he still came in. I think he kicked a nice goal against someone, like an opportunistic he went. Yeah, right side of screen at the Gabba. Yeah. I don't remember. And we could... played too many games at the Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> They've all merged into it. That's why when I've gone trying to think of highlights, I'm like, every game is like Eddie kicked a goal. Eddie's is one of the contenders for goals of the round. I can't remember who it was against. He did it was a, a sunny day, kick it to the Dow right. Dow did a nice right sidestep at uh, Optus at Icon Park against the Lions, which he set up a goal. He's got he a did. lethal sidestep, especially in tra- in traffic. Yeah. Paddy Dow, don't give up on Paddy Dow. I'm what do you want to see from him? He, he's strong through the hips, Robert Her- Robert Harvey style. Oh, look, what I want to see from him is a strong full preseason. He gets over the knee injury, builds his tank, yeah. adds a couple of kgs. Yep, and a bit of see you next Tuesday. And Absolutely. He's off. Yeah, he did. You know what he needs? He's that guy. Clearly, needs a, needs a bit of love. Yeah, I think he does. Need some arm around. This. We spoke about the Diesel situation with him. Put an arm around him and go. We got a few guys like this, D Cunningham, and just tell him, mate, you're, you're good enough. You're good enough. Yep. Talent's not a problem. Yep. Paddy Cripps needs to stop giving so much man love to Zach Fisher and, <laughs> and move on. Distribute out. What's the better uh, distribution from the captain? What's the exit interview for me? It's just everyone believes in you. Yep. Uh, we've got your back. Yep. And we all believe you can be the player you were drafted as. Yep. Yep. Um, Mark Murphy played the 17. Oh, what's well, letter grade for Paddy? Ungraded I, I had an NA. Yeah. yeah. I had an NA. I had him at C, but that's almost the that same is as ungraded. Generous ish. 
Well, it's... <laughs> that's the first Timbo glass half full of the yeah. night. Yeah. There'll be plenty more to come. There'll be some. In, there will, the glass will be overflowing. Fab and I will be incredulous at points with some of Timbo's grades. What? Uh, Harry Mackay, oh, two Vader from Christ. He had four touches. Off air, off air. I will tell you about our phone conversation today, Sean. It was incredible. <laughs> oh, incredible. should you tell us about that on air? No, actually, because I, I, I'm going to fully disclose it. We I digress. Think, I, I think everybody deserves every opportunity in life, yes. regardless of race, religion, sex, whatever. Yep. But Timbo was adamant that that netball coach. Oh, I'm no. I'm not trying to be disrespectful because I don't remember her name. but Lisa Alexander. Lisa Alexander should be the head coach of the North Melbourne Football Club. You've lost it, Timbo. No, and I, I just said, Timbo, said I said there's nothing wrong with interviewing it. You've lost the If plot. Carlton had a vacancy, would you want Brian Gorgian to be our coach? <laughs> and he oh, he spoke for 10 minutes and I just went, I, I let him speak. I gave him the respect that he's Gave doing. him enough rope. And then I said, Timbo, no. What about if, if Peter Searle but wanted if we to said interview, it I'd would say, be manageable. At least Peter Searle's been in the AFL system, knows football, been at local football for- She's at least coached the game. Yes. That's they want to interview Peter Searle. Got no issue with it. Um, the lady who coached the Diamonds? No, I'm sorry. I can't have it. I can't have it. And if her, Bill Belichick, I use the example for yeah, Fab. If her, Bill Belichick, if there was an NBA, the New York Knicks had a vacancy, and Bill Belichick said, "I'm going to apply for that," the Knicks would go. James Dolan would go. Yeah, nah. Sorry. The Knicks would go. Bill, you are probably the best football coach of all time. That means nothing when you're coaching for a basketball <laughs> gig. I don't care. We digress. You can't wear ripped hoodies <laughs> and carry around an A3 laminated sheet. I love how no nonsense is. How good was yes, that? Yes, dunk it. How, how, good was dunk that? it. <laughs> how good was that draft night when everyone was like jerking themselves off, tweeting, you know, that GMs were all in their palatial like lounge rooms. He was in and his what, kitchen. He was in his kitchen. At one stage, so there was good. a dog sitting in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, Mark Murphy, next off the next cab off the rank, played all 17 games. Uh, highlight for me was his best on ground display against the Suns. The Suns game, and, and I thought the Essendon game too, yeah. when we needed a touch of class, he really so, stood yeah. up. Bobbed when up. He bobbed bit, up when we needed Yeah, that's him. right. When it's a bit dewy. does look like a bit dewy, Murph. Yeah. yeah. Murph, this is this is my dislikes. So We didn't. We weren't going to do dislikes. I thought we were doing likes and dislikes. No, we, I'd frame them in like a glass half full Timbo mould of what we'd like to see. Oh, what I'd like to see <laughs> less of. <laughs> Here it is. You can't stop. Wait for like you can't, can't hit the brakes and going to fly right by you every time. Yeah, he's got a bit, of, got a bit of maverick in him. <laughs> he's yeah. got a bit of maverick and the check side, <laughs> the check side. I Love think his ankle. Side. I think his ankle's really bad since he's had those problems. Yep, because he very rarely goes on the left. Yeah, I reckon you're right. Very, very rarely. But but I also think he's phenomenally skilled. Oh yeah, and and even Sam Walsh did a lot this year where there was a chance for the left foot kick. And he just checks sides. Sam Walsh the checks sides him from forty. No, he does. He does, and he he knows what he's doing, and he can execute it. So yep. you, you sort of you give him the license to be able to do it because you're going. I know what I need to do. This is how I execute it. There you go. There you go. Merry Christmas. Um, I think what we'd like to see. I'd just like to see him play out his career with more wins than losses. Yep. Um, how close yep. is he? I reckon he's probably got one more in him. No, no, as in... Oh, I'm not sure of the oh, breakdown. No, no. In the season. In he the won't se- catch up on the no, deficit, no. <laughs> He's got 100 behind. He's going to need to play another eight years. Yeah. Um, Kate Simpson need to play 790 <laughs> games. <laughs> I reckon he probably thought he had him in him. Um, I think with Murph... I'm, one more year. One more, one more year. You've been saying that for 15 years, Simo. Um, I think that, yeah, with Murph, uh, in terms of the exit interview approach, just approach 2021 as it's your last year. Have yep. fun. Be yep. a leader. Enjoy yep. your footy. Um, if it is the last time you go around, just enjoy it. I'm going to say this. Touch, touch wood. Oh, pray to God. 
Hopefully it happens. Mm-hmm. If we salute in 2021, and we're not getting me ahead of us. Wowzers. <laughs> Jesus. I don't want this instance where we've got two captains holding the cup. and the cup. I reckon Cripper and Doc look at Murph and go, go and do it. Just go and get the cup with. Uh, I think everyone, I think they should get carrots up. Simo, <laughs> Juddy. Everyone Scotto. should come to Scotto, Jared Waite. Yeah. Yeah. Get him back. Jeffy Garlett. Realistically. Get the amigos back. Yes. <laughs> Even if Yaz, we've got two Yaz blokes. Day, day release for Yes, <laughs> Yes on Zoom. <laughs> I actually reckon if we if we did win it and we had two captains, I reckon Cripper would just push Sam Doherty out of the way. We've actually had an excellent uh, the real coconut fifty eight has uh, chimed in. Look up Sir Clive Woodward's foray at Southampton. Uh, I'd completely forgot about it. It's a disaster. The rugby union coach he went yeah. to Southampton. It was a disaster. He went yeah, coaching okay. England to a World Cup. I stopped listening when I heard Woodward, but now I've come yeah, back. Ed Woodward. What Ed a Woodward. <laughs> um, My brain's been just great. A grade for Murph. I got him at a B minus. B minus for me. Too. I had him a B. Perfect. But cup half full, I will always go a little Tim bit always goes, Tim always grades the curve just a bit up. Tim, Tim gives out the faculty passes. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't turned up at all. Tim checks the Tim checks the uh, the student transcripts, make sure they've paid. And goes, that's a pass. <laughs> that's but, enough. Uh, Lockie O'Brien played the one game. The highlight for me, the goal he kicked against Collingwood when Fab was getting the Canadian clubs. Uh, I've, missed, I've missed the, the goal of the season. One it? of the best goals. Yeah. I got to the seat and you got you guys have said you've just missed one of the best goals. It was outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. Left footer. More or less where the arc meets the fifty uh, with the boundary line, phenomenal. I saw Brad Pierce, Brad Pierce kick a goal from there in ninety six or ninety seven. Ninety seven. Jesus Christ, that must be one of the last kicks of the. We were yelling at him because we were sitting exactly where we were sitting, like telling him to center it, center it, center it, center. He gets to fifty on the boundary and then just drills it. We all looked at each other, went, "Righto, okay." Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the last goal Brad Pierce ever kicked for heart. Yeah, before his knees both went. Um, great for me is. NA. Ungraded. Because yeah. he's massively compromised again by the scratch match setup and he was squeezed out by Jack Nunes. Yep. Um, what the only like- thing I will say, he, in the, what, what are we telling him? He's got to force his way into this. Yes. I know it's hard given the circumstances this yes. year. I've said it before the breakfast buffet, just, just get Cade Simpson and slam his head into the. <laughs> not anymore because Cade's not on the list. No, but I'm saying this is what he, need. be he, he, he needed to kind of force his way in there a bit. Well, I think what has turned out brilliantly this year and the great opportunity, like it's been terrible, but the great opportunity is both Paddy Dow, Lockie O'Brien, two close mates, bad years. Where's he playing next year, Lockie O'Brien? The Carlton Reserves at the moment. Well, no, no, but I'm saying in, in, from, from a structural point of view. On the wing half. Well, he's a wing half back. Yeah. No, he's not playing on the half. Tim, we've got 19 players bouncing off half back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like What's his name? Like fucking Shane Rogers is the recruiter again. We've got 15 <laughs> half back flankers. Well, that's right. Yeah. Um, I would like to see our coaches stop trying to make him something he's not. Trying to stop making him a mongrel, stop trying to make him this. That's not what he's, he's silky. like. He's silky. He's you know, outside player. 10 or 15 years ago, that became a dirty word mm. for some reason. But you got like Isaac Smith, phenomenal. Mm. Icing on the cake guy. Yep. A lot of the time, people don't want to hear it. He does a lot of contested stuff. Dusty does a lot of outside stuff. Brad Hill. Gets the ball and hurts you because he uses it mm. well. Not saying that Lockie well, O'Brien's Dusty. supporters call Silk. Sh- Call Sean yeah. Berger on Silk, or they refer to him as the closer because when it, he only bobs up when you need him to, type of thing. He's not there. But he was always good in the contest in the early days, though, too. He just that didn't need to get, keep going to the well. Not as good as his brother. He's uh, Lockie, o, no. 
Lockie O'Brien's best attributes are his run and his carry, his ball use. Yep. We need to play him in a position that exploits that. Absolutely. Uh, as for an exit interview, we sort of touched on it. Use the disappointment of 2020, come back, fired up, ready to go. Yep. Blow the doors off. Smash time trials. Yep. Smash all that stuff. Massive preseason sure. with his best mate. Go nuts together. Come and back, ready to go. Benchmark that I am. You don't have to not necessarily round one. Sit there and go, I'm going to play all the JLTs. I'm going to smash them. I'm going to be in the best shape I've been in. And I'm going to give him no choice but to pick me. Correct. And he'll be in everybody's super coach team. Yes. And then I'll have to play him. Uh, <laughs> Samo played the 16 games. Uh, for me, the highlight of Samo's year was his game against Sydney when he sort of by proxy played on the ball mm-hmm. um, and was a huge part of us getting back in the contest. Yep. Um, we saw glimpses of him you know, around the ball here and there. I don't mind that they tried him at halfback. Yep. They tried it for too long. I, I agree. Um, what would you like to see, Timbo? Um, I think his best football is actually getting inside a little bit. So although, and I don't want to give too much away with my best 22, oh, yes, okay. um, I, he needs to be part of the um, the cycle of midfielders cycling through yeah. the midfield. He can't, he can't just be limited to halfback or wing. No, no, he's got Especially, a- and, and I agree with you, and I've been calling for him on the wing more. More so to get him off the half-back line. Correct. Um, and I've had this thing that, mind you, we'll get to Jack Nunes later on, but Jack Nunes has kind of taken that wing mm. position away from him as an op- as an option anyway. But he, he is an inside. But because Jack Nunes plays it as a wingman. He plays wing. Yeah. We Where, need, whereas we need to Sam Petruski-Seaton might, might line up there, but you actually don't want him playing there. He does his he does his best work in traffic. Yeah, we need to get him into the rotation. He's played That's his best. The word I was he's for. played his best football at the feet of the ruckman. Yeah, the Bulldogs game. Ben, this year and last year, we had thirty something in that first time. You know what annoys me? Interesting. Bent over with the ball, kind of. He's kind of like tapping it in yeah. front of him, kind of. That's where Samo's. You know, it's deceptive. I looked up some stats. He had our third best disposal efficiency for a guy that was under fire a lot of the season for his disposal from some quarters. It's one or two. Yeah. You know, what it is? you know what it is? Well, he's, he, see, he sees the game so well. I was thinking and about he goes, it. there's your option. And mm. if he just – it could be the right option, but he just doesn't execute it at the time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was thinking about it, Fab. Remember when Angel Di Maria was at United and it didn't work out, whatever. Yep. But people used to have a go at him for turning the ball over because he was the one who had to try to thread the eye of the needle, yep. hit the difficult pass, open the defence up. Of course he's going to turn the ball over. That's right, yeah. Yep. Yep. But – Fernandez is doing the same thing. No, we're not turning into a United podcast. Okay. Um, shout, the, out the exit, <laughs> shout out to Bruno. The exit <laughs> interview for me is uh, you sacrifice a year of your career playing a role that doesn't suit you, but don't let it – don't lose sight of the lessons you can learn. Yep. You've yeah, played an unfamiliar role. You've yeah. toughed out the year. You will have learned something. Take that into next year. You'll be right. Uh, You'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Kate Simpson, obviously retired, played uh, all C, 17. Uh, letters? Uh, I had, I had uh, Samo at a, at a harsh C. I've got him at a C as well. Yeah, I had him at a B. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. Um, 16 games, sorry, 17 games for Kate Simpson. Um, highlight, look, his goal. The goal against Brisbane. Goal in the last game of the year. Yep. Trademark. It was a Kate Simpson goal. Take the, take the clock back 10 years. Yep. Um, Simo running through the middle left footer from 50. And yep. he went, he I, sort of went, we, look, hey. That's right. I was in the wars with Simo for most of the year, for most of the last three years. But you sort of went, that's great. That's what he deserves. It's great. I mean, that's fantastic. Yep. Um, and, and if that's your last memory of him, you go, bloody good. Absolutely. Look, bloody he, good. Yep. As for what we liked, he played the year out. I think he leaves with a bit of petrol in the tank. Yep. I don't Correct. think he leaves on empty. I don't think he leaves. With it was the game. a good old head in certain si- situations. Yes. But when the game was, I think, open and free-flowing, he wasn't that 
No. When you needed the warrior, yeah. he was the warrior. Yeah. He had a couple of great moments against North Melbourne late. Yep. Um, and look, uh, in terms of what we'd like to see, if there's a development role that can be found, um, whether it's a senior reserves level footy, he's a fresh mind, he's right out of the game, obviously has a contemporary understanding of football, how it's played. He's a Carlton guy. Um, yep. you know, I would love to see that happen. Uh, exit interview for me, it's just congrats. Yep. Give us your swipe pass and on you go. Make sure you clean your locker out. <laughs> Uh, he's an interesting one. No, it's letter grade for me was a B minus. B. B. There you go. All right. Uh, Maybe I'll make it a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just destroying that curve for everyone else. Oh, mate, trust me. 95% of our fan base will give him an A plus plus. Oh, he just has to turn up. Uh, Matthew Kennedy played the seven games. Highlight for me was that game against North. Uh, yeah, he had North 20 Cup. disposals, kicked two huge goals. Yep. I like that his good football was very good. When he was helping out Crips and he went forward a little bit on those heavier decks, wetter days. We had a few of them up in Brisbane. Bit of aggro. Um, I thought he was absolutely, I thought, you know, he was strong over the ball. He contributed. He had a couple of games where he did the exact opposite. I thought he looked in the best shape he's been. He certainly did. That's he what I was going to really, say. really, really lean. Um, what we'd like to see, I suppose. I'd like to see him stick around. Oh, look, his his best football is absolutely good enough. Um, I think... Well, it's funny. The fear had always been, can you play Cripps and Kennedy in the same midfield? Does it make you too slow? But realistically, if you're going to have an off-season where you're bringing in Zach Williams and Adam Saad, you've just gained a yard mm. as a team. Yep. And you always look slow when you don't have the footy anyway. You, so. know when Ken, you know, Kennedy actually occasionally, he thinks quickly. He does. So if we can get the ball, if we transition the ball, he actually, there was a, one, a passage of play and at the Gabba. well too where his hands released the play yep. and you went, yep. he was fast enough in the head to go. The option is hands to yep. on the outside. Good vision execution. Yeah. I like the one, two Gibbons Kennedy combination because Kennedy Kennedy's better suited forward than Cripps is. Everyone's got, everyone's got this, everyone's got this play Cripper forward. I'm not a fan. Um, well, if he could kick, he'd, well, yeah. if he could kick. He'd, Until he can start converting, he, he can be a liability because him getting the ball is good, but him missing, I reckon, deflates us. Yeah. We'll get to Cripper, but he does yeah, need yeah. to work on his calves. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, the exit interview for me is just in an up and down year, we saw plenty of stuff we, we'd like, but we also need to see more consistency. Yeah. Yep. More for longer. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Matty Cruiser, Cruz. Letter. You keep forgetting the oh, letter, well, Yeah. Well, I had him at a C minus. C. I didn't be. Jesus. <laughs> we, we, do we win well, the flag? He didn't play a lot of games. Fucking hell, man. When he played, he was okay. Mr. Davis. Okay is a C, Timbo. <laughs> Not on my curve. Just turning up to basically a C-. minus. Uh, Matty Cruiser, obviously retired, played the one game. Um, I think the highlight for me. Play the one game. Play, play the one, like, fucking 15 one minutes. Yeah. The highlight for me out of, out of Cruiser, I think, was the um, emotion. Yeah. of his retirement, and it was met with universal praise, not just from Carlton fans, but I think the broader football community. We have a tendency to quarrel over really stupid, silly things. Everyone was unanimous with Cruz, um, you know, paying tribute to him. I think, you know what I liked? I liked that he went out, as silly as it sounds, he was kicking Nan Curvis's ass. Well, he was. Yeah. He, he went out, you know, broken, yep. but he was beating the guy. Yep. You know, the body just couldn't go anymore. And and he looked fit too. He did that, look that, fit. That, that was the sad thing is yeah, I thought he was actually in for a half decent year and 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 I was still thinking he had a couple of years of footy left in him. I wanted him to get to two hundred. Yeah, well that's right. He got to one eighty seven, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um what we'd like to see. Murder, you know death, kill. Yeah, that's From, what I was uh, thinking too. Yeah. Demolition man? Yeah. <laughs> Simon Phoenix. Uh the the infamous uh, Taco Bell. 
Yes, that's right. Or Pizza Hut. Yeah, depends. Depending, depending on where you were. Yeah. Or, or the Rat Burger. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Not that. Was it uh, Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary was, Dennis Dennis Leary was yeah. uh, Edgar, Edgar Friendly. Friendly. Yeah. Edgar Friendly. Yeah. Fucking deep cuts. Sandra Bullock was looking amazing. Eyebrows weren't great. Eyebrows were very heavily worked on, but I agree. I'll have to go back and have a look. Very early 90s. She's a victim of the time. Armour hot dogs. Um, <laughs> what we'd like to see from Cruiser, nothing, mate. You gave us everything you had. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Enjoy yeah. the time Just say off. thank you. Enjoy yep, life absolutely. after footy, big man. He's, he's an NA on the grave because he literally played eight minutes. Um, Paddy Cripps played the 17 games. You know what? Highlight-wise, it was difficult. Like, uh, no, it wasn't. Well, the goal against... No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. Where are you leading me, Timbo? The Geelong guy. He, oh, you he know, took on the whole yeah, fucking Geelong no, midfield and he whipped them. I agree. but He whipped them. What we like, you know, I've put some notes here. If this was a down year, it just goes to show how he spoiled us. Top five in the comp for contested ball, top three for clearances, number one for centre clearance, number one for uh, Carlton-ranked uh, player for score involvements. If that's a down year, yeah. we are we are greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, look, he, he wasn't the, the Paddy Cripps of 18-19, no, no. Um, but he still was phenomenal. Um, what we'd like to see from him, we don't want to labour the point on Cripper, but – just have some time off. Yeah, get, get your body right. right. Get the body needs to be right. He's, yeah. he's he looked sore. Put yeah. a bit of size back on. Yeah, he, he fined off. I think he lost a bit of oomph. They yeah. tried to put speed into him, and you're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He's slow. He's yeah. he is a slow. There's a difference week. between his like he he developed running ability. Yeah, yeah. but you don't, well, you don't develop speed. You're either born with it or you're not. Well, I'll ask you one question, and it actually makes for a really really Pivotal, which way do you go? Sliding doors. Sliding doors. Oh, demo. We let use that. He I mean, went, we're going to use it properly, so it's okay. <laughs> he went into the preseason expecting 20-minute 20, 20 quarters. True. And then once we pulled it back to 16, and it was a bit more of a ballistic game style. We lost the best of him. I think we lost the mm. best of him. The and, game sort of comes to him a bit. Yeah. But as you say, if we're going to revert to 20, do you just say, no, go again with the body you got? Mm, I would I, like I don't to know. see him a bit bigger. Yeah. Bit, bit stronger. It wasn't that he lost strength as such. He just lost a bit of power, a bit of go. Yeah. Um, I graded him a B plus. B minus. B minus. I had him a B. There you go. <laughs> what? Feeling generous. Um, in terms of the exit interview, as we said, just rest up. Yeah. Just get yourself fit, clear the mind, um, do what you need to do. Oh, Harry Mackay. Harry <laughs> Mackay played the thirteen games. Uh, led our goal kicking. Finished the season absolutely superbly. That was my highlight. Not yeah, so much an individual game, but he was a guy who wanted another month. Well, what's he poised to do if he carries his form into a new season with a full preseason behind him? And some play? support, hopefully. And some support, yeah. He, he batted one out. Oh, he did. Yeah, for he an did. enormous part of the season. If yeah. he stopped bellying the ball. Oh, bellying <laughs> the ball. He, he could have, he could have added another four or five goals. Easily. In terms of a highlight, I do I do I digress. He um, His game against the Dogs. Yeah. When yep. he, he early on set the tone, yep. heavy tackles, kicked goals, got us off to a good start. Yep. And even very late against Adelaide yeah. when we were in strife, he yep. actually threatened to do it all on his own Absolutely. at one point. Yep. Um, what we'd like to see um, – what, well, sorry, what we liked was, was that he played without support. What we would like to see, I suppose, is that Charlie and Mitch can come in and, and give him a chop out Yep. and just make sure that if he's going to be the number one, well, he's getting one-on-ones. Yep. On the lead, he can use his – Fucking covers the ground well. Sounds like if he's, he's a fucking if he's, horse. If he's not, if he's not as knackered, he, he those one on one contests he won't lose any. And that's but because he, if you looked at him, sometimes you go, you. He, he, he was knackered. running one twenties, you know, slowly in January. 
He, February. I think it was out of necessity that he had to come in when he was underdone. He was underdone, yeah. Uh, exit interview. Uh, I'm giving him one of those Peter Dacos footies to learn how to snap them. <laughs> yep. Because you keep taking marks in the first row. So yep. learn how to snap around the corner, Harry. But he had a great year. Fantastic year. I graded him as a B plus. B plus. I had him written as a B plus, but yes. I'm pushing him to an A minus. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, the more I thought about it, I just sort of thought he was. We talked you around. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm a bit gun shy with Harry and my ratings. Yeah, you are. <laughs> People who know the program know that he went off legendarily, gave him votes for a four disposal game. Six. <laughs> he said he liked the way he was six. looking. Yeah, six. Um, I thought he was going to win the gun. That's why you gave him votes because you thought what he might do it was great. Well, Mitch, what he did do. Mitch Lee, McGuffin, Lee Matthews. <laughs> Mitch McGovern played the 12 games. Wrong block. Um, highlight for me was his <laughs> game against the Cats. I thought that was his best game of the year. I thought the dogs, he was pretty good too. He was good against the dogs. I thought the, thing the Cats. The dogs game, and he, this is when Mitch, Mitch is at his best. He has the kicking ability. You know, a lot of players bite off a bit more than they could chew. Mitch goes, there's the inside kick. There's mm. the there's the best target I yep. can hit it and does. Yeah, he, and he, he has no fear. He just needs to be in the game more. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's... some of that is himself. He's got to want, to, he's got to work to get into the game. Well, it's a little bit of that period. belief thing again, yeah. A little bit. It's like not all was, him though. There's, there's times where we we, we don't we, use him. Yeah. Well, so. he he is a luxury footballer. We've said it for a little while. You know, we don't we don't need him from a structure perspective. We need him from an X factor perspective. Is this it? I've got a point of view for you. When Daisy came to us, and he wasn't quite right with his ankle, but very early on in Daisy's time, I remember Dad. We were sitting there watching a game. Whoever we were playing, and. Daisy was like the smartest Carlton player on the field yeah. and no one else was smart enough to realise what he's doing, yep. finding space, making space, pushing, pulling, and everyone kind of went, Mitch McGovern's come from a much better team than us. He's played in a much better side in Adelaide. I'm not for one second saying, oh, he's like some football savant, but at the same time, he does some things where you go, we just don't use you. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree completely. And we need to be better at that to make you look better. Yep. Because what you're doing is kind of going under notice, unnoticed because yeah, it's not getting used. Yeah. And, and I get the criticism because Absolutely. there's expectation, yeah. there's there's what he was getting paid and all that sort of stuff. But, mate, you're in the door, you're there. You know, uh, just do your job. What we want to see, no stories of setbacks or mishaps from preseason. Improve your fitness. Um, you know, Train hard, present yourself well, get rid of all the low-hanging fruit that people can pick to criticise you. Yep. yep. Um, as for a grade, I gave him a C. And I'd come, love him to come in with, with massive biceps. up. Remember the, when he got dropped? Come back with the moustache. Come back with when the Mitchell came, Johnson moustache. When he got dropped in 2019. Yeah. And then he came back and he's gone, I'm going with the socks up. And no, he just socks right up. The McGovern's have weird, like weird-ass body shapes. They, do. they, they don't do. have footballer body no. shapes. No, they've got no muscle. They're old men. None of them. Nothing. They're old men. It was like five foot six. He was a back pocket for Sydney. I don't Sydney. understand how. <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, Nuggety back pocket. Tommy Tommy DeConning. Whoa. Yeah. Well, the did, king. Did you give grades for Mitch McGovern? Yeah. I gave him a. Wow. What did you give him? Oh, I kind of didn't really grade him. Okay. But, yeah, if you, you look, he's a D. Okay. He's a D. Wow. Wow. Okay, all right. If Timbo's giving him a D, That's then bad. you've had a bad That's year. That's bad. You can't see the positive. The one thing I did say, the comment that I made about Mitch McGovern was he could be the September wildcard in the future. T- this is, I'm about to yeah. say this. He's the Shane Mitch, Allen. Mitch McGovern will never win you. We'll never win a John Nichols medal. No. We'll win a norm. He He'll, won't win you. Could. Round, he, he won't win you round eight at the G against West Coast. No. But he might win you a big final. He yep. might win you a grand final. Yep. Yeah. Um, Tommy DeConning played the seven games. The highlight, I think, was the games in which we saw him play predominantly ruck. Yeah. Um, yep. we, we obviously saw nice glimpses of him playing forward, moves well, marks well. Um, 21 hitouts against Frio. He had 19 against Adelaide and Sydney. The hands down the line, like with the, the get-out yeah. option, he's, he's strong. 
Over Mike here. Harry, he looked like he wanted another month. Yeah. 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 So so that was really, really pleasing. What I liked, I just like to look at the future. When Cruiser went down, there was a bit of a who's next. Yep. Is it Pitnet? Is it DeConning? We saw a bit of both, uh, good from both. Uh, what would we like to see? I'd like to see him and him and Pitnet go head to head in this preseason, and just one of you who's the ruck, and embrace and play, the and challenge. Play one, but embrace the challenge of yep. Yep. It's, it's you or him. Yeah, and I reckon he's got him. Personally, I reckon he's got him. But that's the thing; he should have him. So fight for it. Yep. Yeah, I mean Pitnet brings awful physicality. You know, really, you know, a physical, hard-edged game. But the X factor and the structure that DeConning gives you around the ground, his classes, and I'm wrapped to have Mark. I like Pitnet. Mark as a backup, but I think that's what he was recruited to be. He was never recruited to be our number one ruckman. That's right. He thought he might get a chance. We didn't realize Cruiser would be crocked in literally the first five minutes of the season. I thought thought he might. (laughs) Well, there's always (laughs) just every day. I was surprised he got through the banner. Um, In terms (laughs) of the exit interview for for DeConning, just hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, literally yeah, day yeah. one of preseason, out of tank, you know, just work your ass off, go head to head with the other rucks, it's yep. Pitnet and whoever else. Um, just make it your own, really. He's never lacked for effort. No. Yeah, you know, when he rocked up, he, he hurt the knee um in the reserves game round one, yeah, punt right oval, yeah. and he was flying. So he'd come off a great preseason and he was ready to go. And that was second year as probably a 19-year-old ruckman. So if he just goes through those same motions again. Really works hard. He got the taste this year, and it, and he knows he knows it's his job if he wants it. Yep. So, want it. Uh, what are we grading him? I graded him as a B. B plus. I actually had him. I had it here as a C plus, but what? Jesus but yeah, I, I think we're going to formatting give, error. Wow, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you got to give him a B. You got to okay. give him a B. I got him a B plus. I uh, think once he came in, there's not much more you can expect, or you could have expected from Tom DeConning. Yep. Agree. Look, next cap off the ranks, Liam Stocker. Very difficult. Yeah, no it's... games played, no highlights, no grade. Um, we didn't do. He didn't do anything that I didn't like. Um, <laughs> give him that as a positive. Um, he's a little bit like the other guys we've mentioned from what we'd like to see. Just a massive, massive preseason to put himself in the frame to play JLT. Yep. I think he's the issue he's going to have is the cushiony back flank mm. entrance into the side is going to be taken away. Yeah, that yep. wedge is thinning. It's um, yeah. yeah. It's either he's you get you need to get into the reserves and smash the midfield, become like a, a midfield jet to get into this team. Do it. Do it. I've got no problems That's with that. That's a challenge. Totally. I mean, gone, gone. Gone is that that ability for our developing midfield to get games on the halfback line. Yep. yep. So we're stacked. Agreed. No, no, we no work experience roles here at. Carlton anymore, you know, and and there is absolutely no issues with him having to get seventy five possessions in three weeks at the at I was going to say the Northern Blues, it's not the Northern Carlton. Blues anymore at at Carlton in the twos, yep. and and if he have to play ten games straight and and getting the best every single mm. time before you debut, I think there needs great. to be a, a do a Nick Graham. There needs to be a switch yeah. flicked, but hopefully get rewarded for it, <laughs> and hopefully be a better player. Um, I think there needs to be a, a bit of a switch flicked with with Stocker that. The work rate, the effort, the application. We need to get him to that consistent level of execution. Yeah. And if it's at the lower level, albeit. Albeit. Um, no it's good enough for every other midfielder. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Liam Jones played all 17 games, bounced back from missing the nine um, the year before. You'll love my notes on Highlight, this one, he ranked first in the AFL for one percenters. And he always just, does. And that just speaks to his effort. Yep. Unbelievable yep. work rate. Yep. Unbelievable. Um, you know, what did we like? I liked, he's just fearless, sometimes to his and our detriment. Correct. Well, this, Correct. these are my notes. 
under what I liked and what I disliked. And I know we're not hitting on the dislikes, but I've just forgotten. You seem to have completely <laughs> misinterpreted the brief. <laughs> but the narrative on Liam, Liam Jones all Jones. season. <laughs> Liam Jones. Good Eric Bay, Bad Eric Bay. <laughs> He's both. I've got more Rio Ferdinand, less Eric Bailly. <laughs> Let's work on that decision-making is my exit interview. Um, but look, what we'd like to see, Timbo, just keep working on that partnership with Weeders. Yep. You know, yep. This year is as solid as it's been in their journey. They had some ups and downs as they're entitled to. You know, um, Charlie Dixon towed him up a little bit, but um, he never stopped fighting yep. in that game, which was great. Do you know what's going to be great? Liam's going to do what, norm- what he normally does. Oh, I forgot we even got him. Um how stacked are we in this back line? Um, Liam gets to take a mark now, and Zach Williams oh. or Adam Sartre will be running passing. So we don't have to have that Doc, Liam on the 45 or on the 90, oh. like nightmare kicks. He might actually, Daniel Goran style, he might actually get his kicking license taken away. <laughs> um, the, the, my grade for Did Jones, Daniel Goran renominate for the draft? Just jokingly. Take jokingly, jokingly yeah. My uh, grade for Jonesy was a B. B. Me B. too. B. Yeah, um, the one thing I said about Liam Jones during the year, and I still think it's relevant, is he's a little bit like a goldfish oh, yeah. in that he makes the error and it can be a howler and the ball comes back in five seconds later, he's part of the next contest and it's like it never happened. Well, it's phenomenal mental Which resilience. Which is good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the next cab off the rank, Sam Dockett, he played the 16 games. The highlight for me was his return and the yep. manner in which he returned. You know, It was great to see him actually captaining the team, um, which, was, which was great. He obviously got the role. Did his knee, did his knee, so we didn't see him for a couple of years. Um, what we liked, I actually liked that he was playing so well that teams had to fucking put some work into him. Yep. He was playing so well that teams actually had to go, okay, not anymore. We have to lock you down. I don't know. There's a great tweet from an Essendon fan. He played really well against Essendon. He did. And this guy goes, I know he hasn't played it's for an oxymoron. Two- yes. It's a great tweet from an Essendon <laughs> fan. That's true. <laughs> but he it was actually self-aware. It was extraordinary, very rare. And this guy goes, I know Sam Doherty hasn't played for two years, but every time we play them, he kills us. He goes, if I can remember this, surely someone in the box can remember it. Well, that's a good call. And not let him just dominate the game. Um, What I'd like to see, I just want him to have a preseason in which he consolidates the year he had, get some more confidence in his body. We spoke during the year, Timbo, that he's lost that instinctive the turn, the yep. sharp turn, whether that's by confidence. Late or- in the season, I reckon he did it a couple of times because you'd always watch him and you could tell he wasn't doing it. And it was always he, he'd continue to if he if he hit the ball up he'd just continue to run in the direction that he was in and then he'd look for a bloke to to link up with yeah and you're gone that's that's fine that's smart you know you don't want to push for too much you don't want to ask you do it one more time you're done so mm-hmm. you may as well you may as well sort of just take the safer option for your body and and realistically. There should be 17, well, maybe not 17, but all the blokes in your vicinity should be making an option anytime you get the ball anyway, okay. so use them. Agreed. He uh, led us for rebound 50s and marks. He was second in disposal efficiency amongst his teammates, and he was first for metres gained. Fantastic. So he's had a really good comeback here. A little bit like Crippler, just rest the body, have the, have the time off to do what you need to do, uh, come back ready to go. Uh, what will be fascinating is when you add Sard and Williams, what does it ask of Sam Doherty's role? Because... Yeah. A lot of what he has provided is absolutely trumped by these two blokes coming in. So going up the ground, yeah, I can see him going up the ground. Could have gone well, he, he, he always pushed that. towards the wing gone, a couple of times gone, as well. Gone are the days where the winger is this fast, explosive outside player. That's coming material. Your, that's coming from your halfback flank now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sam Doherty did push up onto a wing and played good footy a couple of years ago. So yep. I, I can that see that seemed him. to be the progression for him till he did his knees. Yeah. Um, 
next cab off the rank, Darcy Lang. Next. Uh, keep this one short and sharp. Played the one game. Had did four, he? Had uh, four disposals. Kicked a goal against Melbourne. He did um, too. Did he kick out first? Yeah, maybe. Uh, he needed to. I, I was getting ready to delist him <laughs> didn't he during miss, the game. Did he miss three first and then kick he one? He missed one at least. Maybe that was the Essendon game. That was the Essendon game. He had three yeah. shots from the same spot on the That's ground. Right. Missed them all. Missed every single one. Uh, not like we didn't fucking need a goal. <laughs> Uh, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see him find something he enjoys outside of footy. And whatever that is, just show some intensity because you didn't do it on the field and it used to shit me no end. He, showed, he genuinely showed as much interest in being out there as I would be able to. He had no intensity, he had no urgency, he just like trotted around like a fucking fawn. It was like watching Mr. Tumnus play. It was, it was better than I just went next and was happy to move on to the next um, bloke. We didn't like anything because he showed us nothing. Uh, the exit How long did he spend on the list? Three years? Three years. Wow. The exit interview is thanks. Was that the Zach Tui? Was he Zach no, Tui? That was no, that was Billy Smith. That was unrelated. Billy Smith. So Geelong took these guys with some high picks too. Yeah. Who else wow. have Geelong given us in the past? Who was the bloke, the fast bloke with the blonde hair? No, no. No, no he didn't have blonde hair. David, David something. Johnson. David Clark Jr. David, David. Clark, that's the one. Next on to uh, Brody Kemp. Didn't play any games. Highlight, obviously. Just seeing him back in training. That, that, that was a huge yep. hole and yep. looking fit. Yeah, absolutely. Big boy. Um, Do you remember he was doing some laps with Harry? Mm. He looked better than Harry. That wasn't hard yeah. <laughs> at that point. So, yeah. uh, obviously, what we'd like to see is just see him out there playing. Hopefully, we get a look at him in those JLT games and, and he can press a claim to be part of the team early doors. If not, he's got, obviously, the VFL um, yep. to work his way back in. He hasn't played footy for a while, so we have to be patient. Um, yeah. I gave him an NA. I gave him an A+. Plus. Brody Kemp. Because he's done his rehab. Oh, you're yeah, yep. um, Just make sure you're ready to go. Yep. Make sure you'll be fully fit. Uh, I had a little note here that he's the forgotten man. Well and truly. When people talk about who we need, what kind of player we need, they don't know this guy exists. He was rated fourth best player in the country before he did his name. By you or? No, no, no. no. Where'd you have him? Oh, three. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> uh, Sam Walsh is the next player. Games 17, played every game. His highlight was the back end of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, he went on the ball a bit more, got himself involved in the game directly a bit more, clearly got given more responsibility, oozed leadership. Absolutely phenomenal. Came home with a bullet in our uh, Prenders Player of the Year. Um, he took the piss towards the back end of the year. Absolutely he did. phenomenal. He did. He's um, a second-year footballer. Oh, We don't want to labour on Walsh because we've, we've spoken about him for most of the year. I loved his maturity. Um, I loved his willingness to take on more responsibility. Led us in inside 50s. For the year, so it just shows he was getting the ball forward to center. Absolutely fantastic. Um, what we'd like to see, probably just you know, continue to build, put on a bit more size, um, and you know, just push even closer to being the player that we all know he can be. I suppose third year footballer Sam Walsh. Absolutely, I mean, can you imagine it? Um, yeah. Said in preseason at that Collingwood game that he might be our best player, and people were a bit like, oh, I don't know. Take sure. a, take away. He might be our best player. Take away the unnecessary braveness of Joel Selwood. He's very Joel Selwood-like. I see a lot of Joel Selwood in Sam Walsh. He's just always there. Always there. Just keep patting while we open our bottles of water. <laughs> Don't ever rely on me to pat out. <laughs> you were struggling there. You, you had to give us five words. Yeah. And you were like, deer in the headlights. Oh, oh, oh. I was looking at you two going, they're Don't drink, leave me. They're, you're like, you're they're like drinking, in Wayne's They're world. drinking at the same time. <laughs> but, but you're right. He's, we, we've all seen the hard-running Sam Walsh find the football, use the ball, all that. Sort of, he does does it also very, very well. But it's his inside ability too is really, really strong. Yeah. I and, think they gave him that responsibility. 
They just said, look, we're going to – or not even look. They just said, we're going to give you a bit more of a look inside. We need it. But as a junior <laughs> – And he went, but, not a problem. But as a junior, that's what he did more of. And and the skids on him, there was a, a couple of guys that reviewed him always said they thought Bailey Smith was a better footballer because he used it better on the outside. And it was sort of like, well, as an AFL footballer, Sam started outside, he's gone inside, and he does both equally as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, he's – What's your grade, Timbo? It's an A. Mine's an A plus. Yeah. Mine's an A. Wow. Mine's well, an a. I, I always, I always want to give him room for improvement. I've reserved an A plus for one individual. Oh, I think we're all going to go A plus on that man. Uh, Eddie Betts played the fifteen games. Uh, really liked his impact on the group. You know, seemed to integrate back into the group really well. Um, and as for highlights, really, really good against Geelong and probably the Bulldogs. Yep. Um, the two goals. Um, Three goal assists and that one big tackle against Geelong to sort of save the day it was great. Um, look, I just like that he came. He didn't really and, tackle him; kind of just pulled him away from the ball. And he won, won the won the free kick. Yeah, um, yeah look, I, I thought he was okay. He was serviceable. He was serviceable. serviceable. Had some That's really good. down weeks. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see him be prepared to take a back seat if necessary. Yep, I think, and I think I get the impression he he is willing to, but to who? Well, that, but that's the thing. When it comes up, it might be but that's the thing. If someone's there to push him out, that's great. But if yep. no one's there, we've got him. Yep. My uh, exit interview for Eddie is that uh, the end might come sooner than we realise or comfortable with, but you're important off the field. Yeah. You know, there might not be a role for I you on the field. Stop doing the Darcy Vessio. Oh. Not every ball's back, getting yeah. at the back. What about stop doing the try to, you know, dummy, fake, bork? What about the, the series of about 15 oh. errors that the commentators were – Frothing over in the indigenous round, it's like no, they were all mistakes. Lucky yeah. Fab wasn't. He Fab would have fenced him <laughs> after about the third one. <laughs> Andy Lovett style. Um, what's your my grades a C minus for Eddie? C for me. I had him B minus. Fucking Jesus! Is your dad a school teacher? You're destroying the curve, Timbo. Probably. Uh, Lockie Plowman played 16 games. Um, I think people speak too much of his limitations. We all know his limitations. He'll always have his detractors. I think he's the the game against North was proof positive of why he's an AFL player. Yep. Yep. Mark the ball well, used the ball well, fought and scrapped, did everything that we needed to him needed him to do. Super maturity and execution on that day. Sells candy like a milk bar owner in the eighties. Yep. He's ridiculous. He and he's a so good for our structure. We bar, haven't had a candy a seller. Bar, milk like, bar owners not sell candy now. Lockie Henderson. Lockie Henderson <laughs> sold a lot of candy. Sort of Shout out to Lockie. Finished the season. He did. Really yeah. credit well. where I know there's a lot of Carlton supporters that don't have a lot of time for Lockie <laughs> Henderson, but credit where it's due. Uh, he, he was washed up at the end of last season mm. and he had a great he had a great year. He yeah. had a really strong finish. He has to get another contract. Well, given that Harry Taylor retires, he has to. How, how old did Harry Taylor look in that grand final? 137 my, years old. <laughs> my old man and I were watching it and and we've gone, he's done. He is just done. And he then and, like- and then they turned around and said, oh, he's weighing up his options and he's thinking maybe he'll go again. It's like, Harry, watch the last quarter of that grand final and then make a call. The only thing Harry should be weighing up is where he's going on holiday. Yeah. Because he looked like he had wooden legs. Um, <laughs> what I like from uh, Lockie, I liked his consistency. Yep. Didn't have an absolutely stellar year, but he you know, he had his ups and downs, but I thought his consistency was Very pretty solid. good. Uh, what we'd like to see, Fab, ideally, I'd like to see him find a yard of pace. That's not going to happen. You can't find pace. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, but... Oh, was just, it Lockie who tried a between the legs handball? Yes, <laughs> yes. And and then it, and then the ball came and then the ball came back to him and he didn't know what to do oh, and he got caught holding shit, the ball. Was 
Steve was that Rattett. against Port? No, no, no. It was right of screen. Right of screen at the Gabba. <laughs> at the Gabba. <laughs> yeah, because that because Port because <laughs> Robbie Gray kicked the goal in the final quarter at the other end. All those Gabba games, legit. I think like, it was Collingwood. I think it was Collingwood. Oh yeah, no, he just lost. He just lost his bearings yeah. momentarily. Yeah, they're trying to yeah. nut mega bloke with a hand. Yeah, I think just, it was Collingwood. If it had to come off though, it would have yeah. been magnificent. Once Collingwood got the run on, we were shot. Oh, the fact we that the problem uh, Timbo's it didn't come off and they scored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve Raitman's got in touch. There's a uh, there's a group of VCE kids who would love you to mark their exams, Timbo. Yeah. <laughs> well, my old man used to mark the VCE English exam for what it's worth. I'll just be doling out. A plus. <laughs> just be doling out. A plus. Straight 40s. I don't know what they mark them out of. Grade uh, for Lockie Plowman, Fat? B. I've got him as a B. B plus. Excellent. Jack Martin played the 15 games. Highlight opening night. Yep. At, uh, that third quarter. Four goals. Three the, goal quarter. Kick the, kick the four goals. Tackling machine. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and you know what it did too Tackles for me? Tackles to hurt. You know what it did, Fab? You know what I loved? He rocked up. Who's this guy? He's no good. Oh, the Suns couldn't even get a game of the Suns. Uh, the Suns <laughs> dropped him. Listen, dipshit. The Suns weren't playing him because he was leaving. Yeah, yeah. And then he turns up and you go, oh, he's a good player. Mm. And how, how, how are you going for compensation, Tony Cochran? Yeah. yeah. What a fucking knobhead he is. Um, love his ferocity. Love his hardness. His Tony skills Cochran. and his touch. <laughs> yeah, Tony Cochran. Getting that night <laughs> grand final. Phenomenal work. Um, loved your hardness in the boardroom, Tony. And your ferocity, your skills to get that over the line, Channel 7. Uh, absolutely superb. Um, no, I, I just think that uh, what we'd like to see, I'd like to see us find a bit more of a definitive role for him. Well, he kind of floated away from that half forward role as the season went on. Injuries, I know he yeah. was redeployed, but he, he was playing really good footy there. We kind of I moved think, him away. I think he's our halfback flanker. He needs to be able to get in and, and amongst it a bit more than he than he did. I love him kicking snags, Fab. He's not going to kick many snags at the halfback flank. And you just said it. Sorry, like, half two... forward flank. Yeah, yeah. Gonna sorry, sorry, I sorry, think half he's forward. high half forward moving into the midfield. because yeah. He I, needs I... to be able to get. In, he can link up, but link then up, he can get dangerous. But I want him to get yeah forward yeah. and get dangerous, and, and and he can kick a goal nail, from fifty. Yeah, but nail him, nail him. He missed some. He doubts himself. Yeah. yeah, What we'd like to see a bit more confidence in your well, skills. Does, again, the Richmond game, he missed one of his first ones, and then once he got his eye in and his confidence in, it was like th- this guy could kick seven. Yeah. Set shots aren't his thing. No, but he can do it. That's the thing. Get his confidence up. Look out. Love totally him. exit interview. A little bit like Cripper. Just get your shoulder right. Correct. Come back, be ready to go. Um, and he did obviously a calf, which I think he's sort of. Yeah. Did he actually do a shoulder? Did I get, get him mixed up with the calf? No, he popped the calf. Yeah, he did a calf. He did a calf did twice. A shoulder? I don't know if I've just imagined it. It's not important. Um, Maybe. My grade Maybe early. is a uh, B. A minus. A minus. It's generous. Uh, Caleb Marchbank, look, a short one here for us, obviously. Uh, didn't play any games. Jarred his knee against Brisbane, allegedly. Um, no highlights. No grade. What I what I liked, you know, I liked that in that Brisbane game, Timbo, which I ended up paying eleven hundred dollars to attend, um, <laughs> did some nice things. He did, and he then did. then just did his and then his, he, hurt his knee, did jarred his knee, bit of bone bruising, and had uh, bone bruising, missed eight months, had bone bruising for eight months. <laughs> oh. but, but as I said, the the best thing that happened to Caleb Marchbank is when you fractured your neck. And it could have been a, a career in injury. Those six months you spent in a wheelchair yeah. they really gave you the perspective you needed. In the end, to not have to test it out and all that sort of stuff means you're well beyond the injury when you actually come out and read to actually apply yourself. So can't, can't remember how to play football, but you, you're well and truly out of rehab. Yeah, correct. But, you know, we always say, like, the exit interview would be, you know, do, do a full preseason, hit the ground running. He's done that a couple of times and just been smashed, you know, in practice matches. So just get through the practice matches, please. You can find an injury, unfortunately. 
if if he could no longer do that and be a resilient footballer. You tweeting good live? Thing. No, I'm just looking up. We just got a heads up. Apparently, Charlie Kerno is having knee surgery again. <laughs> it's hopefully, and this is Tom Brown. It's hopefully not career ending. It's the same knee, and the Blues seem optimistic. He won't play again. <laughs> <laughs> Cup half full, Sean. Uh, Charlie Kerno, I've got two sources thankfully suggesting it's not an ACL, but he's had a rotten run. But- Carl have just tweeted Char- Charlie Kerno will under- uh, undergo surgery after sustaining a stress injury to his patella. Let's open up this article. How old is the article? <laughs> the 23 year old injured his right patella last week while competing his rehabilitation program. Charlie's patella has been complicated by this stress injury. However, he's been able to continue his rehabilitation program. Uh, we've uh, fully supported with this approach. Charlie's recovery, blah, 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 whatever. He's done. Um, <laughs> whatever we get out of this guy is an absolute bonus if he ever takes the field again. We're paying 700000 for five years. Ah, <laughs> oh, who fucking cares? Whatever. Thank you to Matty Bain for uh, giving us that shout-out on the live chat. Hmm. Well, that's a that's a turd sandwich. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to Charlie soon enough. Um Caleb Marchbank, uh, we, see, we just need to get him back yeah. out of there, ungraded. Jacob Wiedering, highlight, he scalps in the opening month. He yep. took Lynch and Hawkins, and that just set the tone. His ball use is phenomenal. Um, you know, he'd been good in the past, but this this year he was the best player. Yep. He was, he the, was the all best, Australian. Best I don't, give, I don't give a shit what they he's say. better than fucking Darcy Moore. We don't even need to labour the point on Jacob Wiedering because no. he's just absolutely outstanding. Um, plays one-on-one, wins one-on-one, rebounds brilliantly. There's not much for him to work on, to be honest. Um, A+. plus. His exit interview is have a good holiday. Too. You know what his exit interview? I've got his exit interview. Don't drink too much on best and fairest night because you'll be making a speech. Yeah. You've won it. Um, A+. Plus. A+, plus, Timbo. A+. Plus. Nick Newman played the two games and managed to injure himself seriously twice, uh, which was an excellent <laughs> effort. Did his elbow in round one and then his knee in round two. Um, I've graded him as an N.A., NA. He, he started, he kind of looked all right. He looked like that 2019. He went, good, okay, you got a, okay, we've got a guy here that's all right. Good stuff. No world beater, but he's a competent league footballer, provides yep. a bit of depth. Um, I think we're in a good spot with, with Saad coming in, Williamson developing, Doc back, Marchbank hopefully back in the frame. Competition for spots, so the incumbent will be having to play good footy. Yep. Well, Absolutely. that's right. Is my takeaway. Yep. Uh, my exit interview for Nick Newman is just, yeah, get ready to fight. Yep. You're going to have to fight for your spot. Yep. Uh, Zach Fisher played the eight games. Highlight was his cameo against the Eagles. Uh, kicked four goals. It was really good. Uh, I liked that when he got his chance, he came in and showed that he has a, you know, he, he can play a, a couple of different roles. Got a touch of class. I was a bit frustrated early season where he wasn't forcing his way into this side. He's in our best 22, clearly. Clearly. Absolutely. He was the breakfast buffet kid. He was one. He, he, he got. He was the original one. Yeah. He got to the breakfast buffet and forced his way in. So, um, and then once he was in, Proved how important he loves to sell candy too. He does. He the slippery fish is he's a highlight reel. Love him. Uh what I'd like to see, he ranked tenth in the league for bounces per game. Yep. So we spoke, I think I actually mentioned I want him to bounce the ball in the preseason. Um, because that's his strength. So get the ball to carry it. He's a good kick. He's a game. Um, he can be a game breaker. Take yards by foot and yep. then distribute. Get those bounces by game back up. Well, I think as they say, from our list balance perspective at the moment, they're saying they want him to play small forward. And he can do it, and he can do it really, really well. But I still feel like space up yeah. the ground, he's far more damaging. So absolutely, if we happened over the next two years to recruit a couple of very competent small forwards, 
if that released him further up the ground, I think it makes it some more he's dangerous. Very ver- he's very versatile. Very versatile. As I said, he's slippery. Slippery. He can work in those tight confines. Yep. Uh, excellent interview for him is just fitness. Yep. You, you need to cover the ground just as well as anyone on the list. Work on your fitness. Yeah. Work on the mullet too. He's, he, he's getting a bit of a sticks kernie and type. Like I said, he looked like somebody – he looked a little bit like the guy that plays for Essendon that had that haircut. He looked like somebody who was like one of the girls' boyfriends on Full House. With a short haircut, does it or, look – Or, you know, like one of the guy's mates on Home Improvement or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. he look a little bit Alex Billen-like? No, not at all. You don't reckon with uh, the short hair? He doesn't look anything like Maurice. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maurice. Maurice. Shout out to original Ian Printer cast member. One of the pod's founders, Maurice. <laughs> the founding father. Left us in the lurch after about eight weeks. He saw the writing on the wall, credit to him, and he just <laughs> he just abandoned ship. He left and said, go on, be a Carlton podcast. He didn't even say that. He just <laughs> left. He just left. Are you coming, you coming this week, Alex? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're meant to be recording in five minutes. Uh, Harrison McCready, uh, no games played, no highlights, no grade. Uh, he's played one game since 2017. Um, to be honest with you, what I'd like to see, maybe give an opportunity somewhere else. There was actually talk that um, the Bulldogs might have been into him, but given that they traded for um, Mitch Hannon today, mm. you'd probably say that opportunity's gone. My exit interview was, I hope your footy journey's not over. Yep. I hope you find somewhere else. Go to, go to Hawthorne. Your time. Yeah. They're, they're given pretty, you know, old, given old they, people from Adelaide around. They need defenders. He's, um, he's just Cole a good. Hardigan. He's a good size, and I rec- I reckon he had ability and sauce. Because the funny thing about McCready is he was rated as a potential top ten draft pick, but he had a really um, displacing year twelve because he moved to Sydney. He went to a different school. He was playing for a different team every single week. He was playing New South Wales ACT. He was playing Allies. He was playing Neefle Footy with GWS. Then he'd go back and he'd play. Um, uh, Murray Bush Rangers or something like that. So he, he played for about eight different teams throughout the year. And I'll give it to you. Hentley, New South Wales ACT, Greater Western Sydney, Western Sydney University, all that. He was fucking all over the shop. He's played for as many teams as Timbo follows. Um, <laughs> taking a pick 47 in the national draft. Yeah. Mark, so I've always thought there was something there, but he just hasn't had a run at it. So yeah. it, it's, it's hard to keep on saying there'll still be a spot for him. If they happen to re-rookie him or something like that, Great. He, he might I think, be, as you say, his chance is elsewhere. He might be the one who gets one of the chops when, yeah. when they confirm how many spots we have to actually. Yeah, agree. Uh, Mark Pitnett's next played 13 games. I uh, really liked that he stood up when we needed him to. He, there was an opportunity for him to come in perhaps a little bit earlier than he, he bargained for, but finished 11th in the comp for hitouts. Uh, and he only played 13 games. Yeah, so, faded, faded a bit. Faded a bit, but I think that was to be expected, carrying the ruck in his first full season at AFL, AFL level. AFL level, yeah. He's 23. Um, yeah. He's like, not. Is, is he that young? He's young. Yeah. It was always going to come to him a little yeah. bit, and that's why to twenty three. You're right. Got to look in. Um, Xavier College in Oakley, Oakley under 18. I love that he's. Uh, I love that he's got a bit of spunk. He's got a bit of strut. He's just got a bit of character about him. Yeah, I like um, him. And he plays with that. Yep. You know, we've needed that for a long time. What I'd like to see, I think that his battle with TDK is one of the most fascinating. It's a bit like in the old F one when they say you've got to beat your teammate. Doesn't matter what. A, really, the first thing is beat your teammate. Yeah. If you beat your teammate, that's a win. And if you can't, move to Renault. And if you can't, move to Oh, else. deep cut, isn't it, Sean? He's finishing, coming fourth in the title, knobface. Yeah, where's uh, Max Verstappen? Third. Exactly. So when you can't beat your teammate, move to, move to a, Renault. In a car that's about six-tenths of a second quick, uh, quicker. Daniel Ricciardo is arguably the best, most informed driver on the grid at the moment. 
I don't disagree with that. Could have gone to Ferrari. No, he couldn't. And I wouldn't want to go to Ferrari. It's a piece of fucking shit. At the moment. Absolute joke of a car. It has been forever. It hasn't won a world title in 13 years. It has been forever. hasn't won a world title in 13 years, Fab. 13 years. Kids have gone through fucking their whole school. And Ferrari haven't done anything. That's a good point. All through my school, all good. You're an idiot. Um, all through your exit, school, Exit all interview too. for uh, Mark Pitnett is um, you got a three-month audition for round one yep. against TDK. Yep. So, uh, Br- grades, bring your gloves. I graded him in B. B minus. I didn't B plus for what he was. Yep. Of course he did. David Cunningham Timbo, played the, Now relax, Timbo. Yeah, relax. Right, relax. Keep it in your pants. Don't relax too much. You might saw yourself. Uh, played the 12 games, Cunners. Highlight Essendon. Essendon. He played, you know, that's the full faith of what we think you're capable of. And he Three showed Brownlow everyone. Votes. He was phenomenal. Three Brownlow yep. votes, yep. I was really, that was the, the probably the, the happiest, like, votes of the night. Because yeah. I went, they got it right. Yeah, well, and that you thought that's the one that they'll not see the kid that yep. had the breakout game. Yep. What I also liked, I thought his cameo late against North. North Melbourne. Yeah. In the really, really, well, really wait, good. We needed him, otherwise we don't win that game. No. Well, he nearly kicked the winner against Port too. He did. And if he'd done that, you'd gone, Jesus. That's three match-winning performances. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, what we'd like it's all to, there. What we'd like to see, consistency yep. and availability. Availability. It's like he misses more with soreness than any other player in the league. Your best ability? Availability. Availability. <laughs> that, that certainly helps, David. Someone <laughs> probably needs to put that on his locker. <laughs> um, yeah, consistency of availability and performance are the two sticking points. It's the chicken in the egg. Does he need the ball given to him? Can he find it, etc.? But but it's no surprise that his best game of the season was when he was playing in the midfield. Absolutely, you, you've got to give him those rotations and, on, and, and on give him that ground. chance and on a big ground, a bit of space. My uh, ex loves a front and center. Loves a front and center. My ex interview for Cunners was you showed us and everyone else that you belong at this level. You've got to train the house down and get yourself in a position. Actually, to be honest with you, I've stopped myself. I don't know whether to tell him to not train or to Cotton train the more. house down. Yeah, I'm Dave, not sure. Dave, during preseason, you go on holiday. That's it. Just no, don't don't just, overexert yourself. Just go on a walk. Yeah. Walk. Go, can't see an osteo. Just get a nice massage. Go, go for a couple of K walk every day. Yeah. Don't do anything. Don't lift weights. Don't do anything that could you could injure yourself. <laughs> don't leave the house. David? It's it's basically the same thing we repeat when we get to Charlie. Charlie Kerno. <laughs> yeah, fucking Charlie Kerno. Made a fucking balsa wood. <laughs> I'll tell you a good story about my, balsa uh, my My grade for David, perhaps a little bit harsh because the highs were very high. I gave him a C plus. I gave him a B. B. Very, very generous. Uh, Cam Paulson. Next. Played the three games. You know what? Did he play? He played three games. Well, You know what? Highlight his attitude. That's going to sound silly. Actually, no, he did. He, he, he played a, a, Small a, run, a run with yeah. roles. Yep. yep. He knows where he sits in the scheme of things, but his attitude is always first rate. He, he doesn't play for months. Yeah, he does. He's good to go. Yeah. It's a classic Alex Ferguson. Cam, I've got a game for you in three months' time. I need you to be ready for it. He'll be ready. He'll be that cherry game, ripe. That game against the Suns. He'll be cherry ripe. Yeah. And he was. <laughs> you, you got to feel sorry for him, though, because he, he sat there and he's tried to be a small forward for four years. Sorry, I'm just laughing at Shaw because I'm thinking Nicky, but yeah. when Fergie told him that the grounds are too nice for you, you come into your own when it's too hot. When, when, it's, when it's wet. And- you say Paul Scholes is too hot. Um, no, uh, I was I- just, just saying Paulson had tried to um, – make himself a small forward for four years, never quite came off. And I reckon he's gone, Simo's about to retire. I'm playing back back pocket, half back flank. No room and, for you. And then we've just recruited Saad and Williams. And but, this, gone. but this is the thing. Could he, could he be a Ed Kerno type? No. Um, no. I don't think he's hard enough. This is the thing. I've got what we'd like to see, and this is – I don't mean this to sound nasty. Others go past him. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you don't want to see a camp pulse and get in the game. No. I know that sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. bad. I, I, know, I know what you mean. I, I mean, I will – I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. He was recruited as a midfield, and he's never really been able to play there. And and when you saw the run and create off half back line, you kind of thought, I can imagine what he would have looked like playing at Sandringham Dragons or playing at ha- at Halebury and all that sort of stuff. He would have been dynamic. Yeah. And you just sort of saying, if you can play that football as a senior AFL footballer, you'd be awesome to watch. Halebury College in Sandringham. I think he went okay in that small. <laughs> I've defender. got all got them all listed here, Timbo, just for you. Interesting. I think he went all right in that small defender role. I thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. You but know. again, if you're going to recruit Sarden Williams, you've just you're out of a job. No, absolutely. Uh, I graded him as a C. I had him as a D. Well, E. An E. That's not even a real grade. <laughs> but it just didn't. It did. It really. It's Isn't a. It, it, I don't think it goes that low. It's, it's a not applicable. No, no, but I think doesn't a lot of people don't do the E's. They go like no, we don't do the F in Australia. We do it like an ungraded. So yeah. there's no F for fails, but there is an E. Wow. Mm. Uh, Charles Curno, Charles, what the fuck are you doing to us, mate? You played no games this year. By the sounds of it, you're going to play no games next year. Um, I don't know what we need to do. Well, the shame was they seemed to say that by the end of hub life and all that sort of stuff, he was doing all the training, and they reckon that if he needed to play, he probably could have. But I'm, there was no oh, point doing it. Timbo, I'm going to lay it out to you right here. They've been fitness what, lies. What's he done for a long time? What's he done? Well, he's, apparently, I think he's re. He's Did Dodoro come out? And ask? I said it's a stress reaction, so it still means it just hasn't quite knitted. So Did it's, Dodo asked for you know when he came in, said Walsh Mackay. Should have given him. Did he ask for Charlie? He should have fucking given him Charlie. Fucking hell. Yeah, look, I think we've been fed some misinformation for a while, and when he encounters the big setback, I think that the classic no news is bad news with Charlie. Because if there's positive news, they want to tell us. Yeah. So the longer you go without hearing anything, oh, no. Assume the worst. Oh, no. Someone checking for a pulse. This is <laughs> – Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's style. Because, yeah, oh, it is what it is. It is what it is. We obviously all love to see him on the field. That's about it. Um, these are the notes I wrote today. Exit interview. If you even think about picking up a basketball, a tennis racket, a soccer ball, or a lawn ball, I will personally or change Or walking you. up some stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to extend that. I will personally change you to the sink in my house. Yep. Yeah, because you, I don't know, you injure yourself. You sound like a Mr. Fucking Magoo. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Carly. Charlie, grade is an NA. Yep. My heart is broken. Going to move on to Tom Williamson. Played 15 games, which is an equal career best. Uh just trying to think here. He's still only 21 just at the moment. Having not seen him at all in 2018, we only saw him twice last year. It was just really good to see 21. him out there. He's a December birthday. Yeah, he's yeah. very young. He was one of the youngest players drafted in his year. Yep. I think 61 from North Ballarat. Provide some fantastic – fucking thanks, Shifter. Um, I think we all like to see him springing off half back. Um, I think he probably just needs to work on his one-on-one defending, Timbo. You were a bit critical at times during the year of just losing touch, losing you – know, I thought he went to ground a couple of times when he didn't normally do that. But the good thing is he's like one ninety one, um, but he's got a, he's got speed one eighty nine one eighty nine is he okay? He's just a little bit taller than he seems to be, and you'd this never is Fab's audition to be on the Fox Footy draft. <laughs> you, you'd never yeah, he's a really great type out of the Oakley. Uh, what are they called? Out of the Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> yeah, he's, really um, he's not. Good. He's from the North Ballarat Rebels. Rebels. Mm. But no, I I've always liked Comes from the Ararat. show. Yeah, I, I I've always who else came from Ararat? My wife's family. Are no, from Shane Ararat. Kelly, Olympic silver medalist. <laughs> Walsh is from Ararat. I love it. How you, like you expecting me to know that Shane Kelly came from oh, Ararat. He was. Is, he, is he the guy who couldn't get his feet? In yeah, there? yeah. He was a favourite for the gold medal, and he pulled his foot out of the stirrup. 
should have just shouldn't he just ridden off the track? Okay. Didn't someone say he should have just ridden off the track? Oh, I did hear that. If, if he'd he ridden did off that, the track, he would have been able to restart. He'd allowed to restart, yeah. but he continued yeah. on as yeah. if he'd never cycled competitively. Yep. <laughs> anyway, didn't know the rules. We digress. No, no, I was just saying Tommy Williamson, size, shape, speed, uh, aggression, ability to be able to kick the footy. I, I just there's something about him. Every time like he gets him. the ball, I really like him. Yeah, no, and I think most Carlton supporters do. Uh, my exit interview for Willow is get on the blow with Andrew Russell, former running group with Dow, Lockie, Fish, Cunners. You yeah, all yeah. just need to be in career best shape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our grades, I graded him as an N. Did I grade him as an N? I didn't fill him out. I'm going to put him as a B minus. B. B minus. Uh, Jack Nunes played all 17 games. We don't. You're going with ask, just Jack Nunes. We don't need to ask the highlight. Yeah. So the highlight is Jack fucking Nunes. Yep. He kicked some ripper goals. He did. He just – he spanks it. He hits it so hard. He just hits it is hard it, and with confidence. Snap. You know what he's like? From the stand, from like from a, from open play, when he's got the couple of steps right footer. Have you ever seen Mike Trout hit a baseball? Yeah. Unbelievable. Like when he hits it. I know who Mike Trout is because he's there's a, a, there's a bit of footage, there's, fan, a, there's but... a bit of footage of him hitting a golf ball uh, at a driving range. Yeah. And it's just the most pure. Sweet sound. And you just go, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's as well as you can hit a golf ball. Yeah. Yep. And there's something about Jack Noons where he hits him the one against Richmond, and you're just going, that is a goal. Yep. He's hit that from 55. Yep. That's just sailing. And he lets, I love how he lets the ball do the work. So like he doesn't yep. over snap or under snap anything. Everything's yep. just. I thought I thought he came in, he provided the bit of warmth. He's a great user. Oh, not a great user. He's a good user of the footy. Yep. Runs hard both ways. Um, I think he justified his acquisition. Well, and true. I mean, got him for nothing. Was a free agent, free, delisted free agent, yeah. Delisted free agent, added him to the team, became part of that. What was that word staying with A you talked about before? About rotations through your midfield. I couldn't find it at the start of the game, at the start of the record. Okay. Um, you used it. Well, we'd like to see. You helped me out. <laughs> Thanks, Fabian. <laughs> sorry Rotation. To, sorry to interrupt this therapy session. <laughs> well, um, what we'd like to see, I, it's going to sound nasty again. I don't mean it that way. We want to see people go past go him. Go past him. Yep. That's, I agree with you. That sounds bad, but he's if he's holding his spot, not a problem. But if people go past him, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. He, fantastic. He's he's actually really hard to define because he's he's the spare parts footballer, and, yeah. and and I don't mean any disrespect by that at all. You could play him half forward, you could play him half back, you could play him on a wing. You know anything that you wanted him to do, he'd do. You know his his effort and his application is exceptional. But as you said, if you could find somebody that had five percent more output and more speed, more skill, whatever, you'd take him. But until somebody belts down the door, Jack Nunes probably still gets a gig. What's the verdict on that, Mr. Kipling Angel Slice? No, when you're a mix match. You're an asshole. It's clearly superior to the mix match. What, what, are, what are they called? Mix max. Mix max. Yeah, crap. They're very cheap, the mix max. You get 400 of them for about $4. But it's a box of 10. It's ridiculous. Um, great for Jack Nunes. I'd him a B minus. See these things in a non-Italian household is rare. I B. Know, I bought them because you were coming over. B. I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> B. Possibly Jack, Jack B. Plus. Solid B. Yeah, solid solid B. B. Yeah. Sam Ramsey played zero games, no no highlights, no grade. Um, he's just got a lot of time. Taking a pick 47. He was another hurt by the scratch matches. Yep. No need to labour on him. Another guy that just needs a good preseason. Needs some reserves football. Needs is some what reserves needs. football. Gets, yep. And that's what I've got here. Just needs a development year at VFL level. Um he can join the running group with uh, with the other boys. Well and truly. Get himself yep. fit. Sam Philp, fast Flip. man. Uh, highlight, I think he got himself a goal against Melbourne, um, which was good. It was Joe the Goose. It was, but it was good that they had the awareness to give it to him yep. And, yep. And, ran in, and ran into the goal, which was nice to get him off the mark. I liked 
but he obviously trained himself into contention to play senior the breakfast buffet. He yep. put himself on playing. Yeah. Oh, he was he, he didn't really great. grasp the opportunity. He's an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, the game looked a little bit quick for him, yep. a little bit hectic for him, and that's that, fine. That happens. That's that fine. Yeah. He, he obviously, like I said. Tate Simpson didn't get a kick for his first three games. So. He obviously worked himself into the ground to put himself in the frame to get rewarded with a game. Um, and, you know, I'm a big believer, too, in whether it be late in the year, I don't care when it happens. First-year players, give them a taste. Yep. And if they rise to it and they're fucking at the level, you go, beauty. Yep. But if they don't, they've got something to go away and go, okay, that's where I've got to get to. Got to work harder. Yeah. Yep. Um, excellent interview. You know, you lived at the level of court. You were a bit by surprise. Use this preseason to live in Murph, Eddie, Ed Curno, Paddy Cripps' pockets. Train like he did last preseason. Yeah. Because he, he, he – you couldn't ask for more. No, he applied himself brilliantly. Yeah. Be a sponge. You know, soak it all up. I gave him a C. C. C plus. Yeah. Uh, Edward Curno, um, played all 17 games. He is the poster boy for getting the most out of himself. Well and truly. Second for kicks. This is among Carlton players. Second for kicks, third for disposals, first for tackles, second for contested ball, second for clearances, third for metres gained. Absolute workhorse. And? On the park. On the park, which, well, so maybe can we give Charlie his knees? Can we do a knee transplant? <laughs> why is the one with all the talent? Apparently, <laughs> Brett Ratton's brother, phenomenally talented and was like six foot three, super athlete, big bong head. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the knock. I was waiting for the knock. Oh, so, um, you, so far, he's sounding like a. Apparently, apparently, well, allegedly. Well, I think what we'd like to see is just continue to set that example in your later years for your younger yeah. teammates. And you will. Yep. Trains the house down, sets the example on the training track. Can't ask for more. Uh, I gave him an A just on the basis of those numbers are just. You read the numbers. I'd given him a B plus and I was sitting there thinking. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a a. I'm a B. Yeah, I was a B. B plus. Yep. Uh, his exit interview, I've just said give MGA traffic some more work down in Torquay. Absolutely. Absolutely. He uh, on LinkedIn. He posted something about the. I, I saw. I saw Pete Molinas uh, give us give us the shout out. Uh, next IP generation. So good luck to them in there. Was it meant to be a cinema? Is that not happening? Can't remember. Uh, it's like an entertaining area or something, yeah. isn't it? Uh, next, Josh Honey played the one game. Hyler obviously was getting himself a debut against the Dockers. Uh, I really like the way he moves. I reckon he looks like a footballer. Yep. Yep. Oh, I just—he he looks to have a great tank. Well, he's—he's he's an athlete, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he, he, that's the stock that he's. Born but he's got—you know—when you see guys and you just like, like, uh, what's an example? I don't want to knock anyone. But you see guys and you just like, how have you got to this level? McGovern's. No, but even like McGovern no, kicks play the ball football. well. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah. you look at him and you're like, I can see it because you move beautifully. Yeah, yeah. James Manson, how did he play AFL football? He looked yeah, like a giraffe. You're like, you're like your 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 gait mm. and your everything about you is off. Well, I've always said. I reckon the the best put together athlete in the world yeah. is the pole vaulter because they need <laughs> of speed. Course. That's no, where I was going. No, they need yeah. the speed. They need the skill. They need the strength. They need the bravery, timing, a bit of bravery as well. And his old man Neil Honey, uh, Commonwealth Games pole vaulter. Need complete faith in it. Tatiana Gregorieva pole vault. She was. She was. Yeah. Silver medal. Silver medal for Silver us. Silver medal. Yeah. yeah, for us, yeah. Wasn't she with she defected the Ruskies first? Oh, uh, she was born there. Yeah, I imagine. She emigrated. The name was a giveaway. Um, well, it's not as it always work like that. Sure. What we need to see from Josh Honey, just a development here at VFL level. Absolutely. Maybe um, a haircut. 
He's got a lot of hair. Enjoy it while he's yeah, got no, it. No, no, to get rid of it, mate. Uh, he can join. Just make sure there's, there's they're taking more guys in that running group. Just join them. Ungraded. Uh, ungraded, yeah. Uh, ben Silvani, obviously delisted, didn't play a game. Uh, we <laughs> hardly. We're we doing an in- exit interview for a bloke just not at the club. We hardly knew D Ben. Jeez, um, we pumped him up years out too. Cool. We had so much hope for Ben. I think there was just more people being idiots though. Yeah, well, like, no, they like always the said the second yeah, one was it, the best it, it, one. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, I oh, think so. That you're was, writing off. Uh, I think that was. I've always heard Tom. he was no good, but Tom, I don't know. I've never seen him play. I think that was always unsubstantiated that people were saying it. But like, he was also oh, bigger. Yeah, yeah he was well, like 196 or whatever, and his brother's only 190. What I'd like to see in this case becomes what I'd have liked to have seen. Yeah, I would have liked to see him give us one more year. Take the surname out of it. He's a great size. He's still young. Um, he lost this year of development. We don't really have any young developing key backs. They've at reduced all. list numbers. It's 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 but the perfect then, storm that's conspired against who's him. Who's playing defence in the twos, Tim? Harry McCready. He's not playing for us. He's playing for someone else. Um, exit interview for him is just sorry, you're done. Uh, no great, of course. Yes. Uh, Your favourite coming up. He's next. next Finbar O'Dwyer. You know what? I was writing these notes out, Timbo, and the highlight for me is his name. Yeah, yeah correct. that's the best part about him yeah. as a footballer. It felt like I was writing this thing out and I was looking up some different things. You know, in that scene in Major League when the, the janitor from Scrubs, they're sitting at the bar and he's like, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> who's this fucking guy? That's what I felt like. Who <laughs> Lo- this- loved in the in the locker room on this- from all reports. Oh, well, that's a plus, I suppose. Oh, Finbo. Because when he turned up, I literally on draft night was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. 72 oh. kilos. There's yeah. hope for me to get it to be drafted. But mature age rookie, Finbar's getting the go. Well, he was raw. He was raw and he had a body to fill out. And whether it didn't happen or whatever else, it just He probably just got a kick because he was Silvani's mate. And Well, yeah. He's, right he's post, from right Yarrawonga, time. but he came down at Xavier. Xavier College. Yeah. Don't you have that in your notes? It is. Shift it. Yarrawonga, Xavier College, Murray <laughs> under 18s. You're an idiot. I love it how even when that information doesn't matter, you've done the you've done the research. So you're going to say. Damn it, I'm cashing in. <laughs> uh, Finbar gets no grade. He gets no comment other than. He's Thanks. Thank you. See you later. Fraser Phillip, I don't even know what this guy looks like. <laughs> so he doesn't get anything. He doesn't get a grade. He doesn't have highlights. I don't even know if he's still on the list. He is still on the list. And he was the guy that was recruited out of Calder Cannons. And when you asked the question that whoever had been recruited from Calder Cannons, I thought it's the only two blokes on our list that are from Calder, a Lockie Plowman. And Fraser Phillips. No, I thought you're not asking a trivia question about Fraser Phillips. Don't bring that up, Tipper. He's from Gippsland. <laughs> okay. Maybe no. I'm thinking Sam Ramsey. Warrigal, St. Paul's. Sam Brenner. Ramsey. Sam and, Ramsey is our uh, quarter cannons player. Gippsland under 18. He's picked yeah, up apologies. a lot of incredibly redundant information in this research. Sam Ramsey. I like it. Uh, Sam Michael, Ramsey from? Michael Gibbons is next. Uh, he played 15 games. Uh, highlight for me was I thought he was absolutely superb against Essendon. Yeah, Michael he was. Gibbons. Calder. Um, Sam Ramsey. He plays his best as a pure mid. You know, we, we've he's maybe not top tier in the league, but he's but he's uh, you'll find it. He's perhaps just got to go to the bathroom. He'll be back in a moment. Um, he's maybe not one of the top tier mids in the league. No one's saying that, but I think he's a competent league player. And and the mature age rookie, um, when we were a side that lacked depth through our midfield, you got a spot on your list. He's done the full preseason. He's an elite runner. Yep. He's won two Liston trophies. He was an obvious selection. Finds a ball. And you just didn't know whether he was going to stand up to AFL level or not because there's been so many guys that have won Liston trophies yep. that try and step out at AFL level and they just don't cut the mustard. He cuts it at the level. And at the same time, once again, we don't want to be disrespectful. That's not what this comment's about. But when people go past yep. him, yep. great. I, I just love for a kid who'd worked his ass off, he'd, he'd earned his opportunity 
and no one gave it to him. Oh, absolutely. And, and then to end up getting it, get the opportunity, play the games, and and to be able to show everyone, I, I am I'm good enough to be an AFL footballer. Yeah, and, and he's like he's got. You look at it. You, you sort of forecast when does he fall out of the team as such. You know, you kind of go. Well, he's got he's got a couple more in him. If you're looking at Dow, mm-hmm. you're looking at O'Brien, you're looking at Stocker. Yep. You're looking at Kemp. Yep. You're looking at Philp. And, this, and there's five going, guys, and you're going when they go past yeah. Nunes and Gibbons. That's great. We're a better team. That's that's a good result. Yep. Well, I graded him as a B minus. Uh, I had him as a B. Um, yep. We don't need to see. Uh, we don't really care what Fab has to say about him. Uh, Levi Casbolt uh, played the 17 games, uh, all 17. I thought his start to the year was unbelievable. It was absolutely sensational. He was leading our Prendercast Player of the Year at one point, about yep. a third of the way through, uh, playing that second ruck slash forward role. He was marking the ball brilliantly. He's competing brilliantly. Just fell off a cliff a bit. Well, I read something during the year that he went vegan. Yes. And yes, I, I speculated I, on Twitter. I cannot help but think that his decline. There was a bit of a hoo ha made about him going vegan, and it just so happened to coincide with him turning to shit. Yeah. So I don't know. There's the Roy Keane. You can't be playing games in the midfield on salad. On salad. You were talking about Levi? Yep. Levi. They did say to me that. Coconut water is great for, like, dehydration. It makes you piss every 15 minutes. Like a racehorse. <laughs> Tastes absolute horseshit. When I worked at Carlton, we got a huge – we got, like, crates of it, and the guy said – it warm. Oh, it's better warm. Like, cold, it kind of just tastes like spit because yeah. it's kind of like that that viscosity to it. Yeah. But um, warm, it kind of just tastes like – it's a little bit nutty. It tastes like warm spit. When we, when we had <laughs> it's a bit it, nutty. We, we had it at uh, Carlton. They had a whole big, like, slab of it. Massive, huge pellet. That was – he had it delivered. And the players didn't like it. So there was an all-of-club email sent out, if anyone wants some coconut water, go help yourself. And I I went, like, 15 minutes later, mm. I, I went, oh, I'll, go I'll, grab, have that. I'll go grab myself one. Disgraceful. They used to give it to the soldiers in Vietnam, like, intravenously, because it helped with rehydration. Like that, It's that good. But- Is heroin a dehydrating <laughs> property? Because they'll probably just juiced up to the eyeballs. On I've that. missed Michael Gibbons. Uh B plus for Gibbo. Good yep. stuff. I love this bloke. Okay. We've He's moved fast on. becoming my favorite yeah, player. Yeah, we've moved on. We've moved past that. Levi, <laughs> you've obviously touched on the fact that he's, he's he faded. Cook. He faded off. He faded. He was cooked. And I reckon. I think the hub, you know, the kids hub, up there. Hub, the, thank the, I reckon it's yeah. the yeah. The vegan situation. I think there was a couple of things at play. Um you have to allow the families up there, but I don't think it was great for from a pure footballing point of view, I don't yep. think it was great for everybody. You know what I'd like to see from him? I'd like to see him be nastier. Oh, I I've think we've all said it for years. a long time. I've been saying yeah. this for years. He's he got, na- he got nasty yeah. once when half the Fremantle team were hanging off him and he gave him the big fuck off. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's, he's gentle, Ben, and he's sitting there going, if he played for Hawthorne, he'd be the he'd be a wrecking ball. Yeah. He would. He'd be so nasty. Yeah, we trade well, I'd think about it, to be brutally honest. Well, Charlie's done his knee for the fifth time, so maybe we need him. Hang on to him. <laughs> Levi's sitting there going, he's going, yes. Has Charlie done more, Hand knee, over that more knees than John Patton? Uh, he's getting there. He's getting ridiculous. Yeah. He's getting there. Uh, excellent interview for me is just get angry. You know, Just get angry. If, if Caleb Downey wants to start it, Caleb Downey wants to stand in the hole, you send him to the hospital. Yep. Agreed. Not having it. Who's the John bloke? Tom Lonigan. Tom Lonigan, yeah. Yeah, we don't want him to be put in like life-threatening danger, but just hurt him. Just hurt him. Just yeah, make, put the frightness. Make him it. think twice about it. Uh, next one, Will Setterfield played the sixteen game. Do we give him a vote? Uh, sorry, I had Levi. He, he was he was a plus early. He was, and he came back to the field quite starkly to so finish a on a B minus. Yeah, yeah, B minus. I've got here yeah. B minus because he kind of went between an A and a D and a D. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> he oscillated wildly. Yeah. He kind of finished in the middle. I don't think he oscillated. He started high and then just yeah. aggressively fell off the cliff. <laughs> oscillated meant several changes of direction. There was one. There was one. There one from up to down. <laughs> oh, shit. I think he threatened to get a little bit better at one point. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah, it just didn't happen. Um, Will Setterfield, 16 games, super solid year, really consistent. Um, assisted Cripps and obviously Walsh. Um, highlight for me was he was our man of the match, unanimously our man of the match against uh, North Melbourne. He got the That's full right. 12 votes. Yep. Um, ultimately, in terms of his, his stats, he was seventh for disposal, second for tackles, second for freeze one, sixth, sixth for inside 50s, fourth for goal assists, fourth for contest, uh, contested ball, third for clearances amongst his teammates. That, to me, tells you that he was near the ball. He was where he needed to be. Yep, absolutely. As a raw numbers. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and that was it, what he was recruited to be, you know, highly rated as a junior. Starting to realise his potential. That, that's exactly right. You, you've got to – I mean, not everyone is a Sam Walsh. Um, you know, the comments made about Sam Philp, about, you know, you come into footy, you don't quite fit, you know, find the pace, all that sort of stuff. He's taken his time to get used to it, and now that he's got an AFL body – He's proven to himself this season that I belong. Yep. Now, now the challenge is rip it up. Totally agree. Um, I think as an exit interview, well done, great year. Yep. Do it again. Absolutely. I graded him as a B. A. Yeah, I had him as an A minus. It's his best season. Yep. In in AFL football, I agree. so I yep. agree. And it, it, they were and they were big strides that he took this year. Oh, I agree. Yep. Uh, Matto is his next play, the one game. Obviously, highlight debut against Sydney at five touches. Didn't get on the goal sheet. Uh, just looked a touch lost. Yep, he did. Um, He's another one of those players that's just the circumstance didn't suit. But yeah. from, And I know the club only shows us highlights, but he seemed to be the one who was most prominent in these you know what? reserves highlights. He looked good. I think, Timbo, at reserves level, I think that his athletic ability is the difference. Yeah. And then at the, he can get a, his lack of nous and his, his sort of lack of football pedigree. Yep. He can get by on just pure athletic, his tank, his speed, you know. Um, obviously, when he goes to the top level, that's diluted. And you need more tricks. You need more tricks. And I've said um, he's about him before too. Just his profile picture, he looks like he's 200 centimetres. Yeah. He's only 185. <laughs> but also, when you know that he's a basketball recruit, you just sit there and you go, don't oh, he's fucking going to be a six foot nine. <laughs> no, he's a midget, midget <laughs> point guard. Uh, I graded him an NA. Yep, got two. My exit interview is based, look, depending on list sizes, no promises. Yep. Uh, Hugh Goddard got delisted, didn't play a game. Was delisted. My exit interview is best wishes. You're done. And, and that's also he why. I, broke into the didn't he, he got KO'd, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, up in Sydney, he got concussed. Finally got in, doing well. Bang the door down. Yeah, yep. But again, the fact that if we're going to get rid of Silvani and face. Goddard. <laughs> you know what he did? He kicked the door open and then it swung and back and hit him in the back face. In his face. Um, that's why I still think McCready might be a chance because if you've gotten rid of two Timbo, guys that are big, McCready's done. I'm just. Let it go. I understand. A point. That we're, we're kind of. Who's our developing? You need backs. you need a we're, developing we're key de- defender. Ben Silvani, he's been delisted. <laughs> and and but we've got a draft to come <laughs> because the CEO has a fatwa against his father. Uh, next one, Matthew. You got a, Did you speak to Sauce? Did, you, the club? did yes, you speak you, to him? You're gone. You're done. You're dead to me. I thought you were one of mine. Uh, Matthew Cottrell played the five games. The highlight for me is that he played five games in a row. That's extraordinary. Yeah, that's true. Um, obviously, did he really, look, he kicked the game, kicked the goal against Sydney. Uh, took the mark, kicked the goal. Um, yeah, look, great effort. Always gives it everything. Great effort. Yep. Great endeavour. Uh, you know, gives it everything he's got. What I'd like to see, him not play. <laughs> I mean, that sounds awful. 
But I agree. Yeah, it does not sound good. Yeah, it sounds harsh. But the fact that he played five games is at once extraordinary and infuriating. And well, yeah, I think what upset me, and we've talked about it before, what upset me most about this season was we didn't make enough changes. You're holding the mic like you're about to <laughs> rap battle or he something. Is, he's got his head real high on the shaft. <laughs> well, it was going too far away from my face, so I thought I'm going to commit to it. To get I'm going to eat it like an ice we cream. Need to get elbow that needs to work, Tim. We need to get Tim <laughs> one of the. Grip. We need to get Tim a headset, so no matter which way he goes, the mic just stays in the same spot. Tim does. I'm a hand talker. If imagine Tim's speech at a wedding, I'd like to welcome everybody for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> the mic. The mic, Timbo, stop using. You use your hands more than I do, and I'm supposed to be the the wog. Yeah. Oh, I, I can say that, Timbo. Ooh, no. ooh, I can say that. No, you can say we're that. Gonna get a, we're going to get a strike from Podbean for being racist. Possibly really. can't be racist. Um, what was I going to? I don't care. No, no my, my point was my point was we didn't rotate our players throughout the year often enough. Mm. I don't um, think we could. I don't think we had that ability. I don't think the next tier were fit enough. Possibly, possibly, but I just we also couldn't train. Like as a collective, but that was the thing. The longer the season went, we had a few guys that were cooked, and I don't think we rotated bodies through often enough, early enough, mm. and then by the end we had nowhere to go, we and 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 we, we were, were cooked. cooked. Yeah, and and so the fact that the Matt Cottrells of the world got the games was fine, but I think they probably needed to have been spread out more and and just put a little bit more smarts into match committee. But my, anyway, lesson learned. My exit interview is sign your extension before I have a chance to change my mind. Yeah. Oh, look, he hasn't. He hasn't. The glimpses he hasn't given me. Look, yeah, he kicked the game-winning goal and it was a good mark and the composure to go back. All that aside, pretty, pretty vanilla mm. type. It, the thing it was largely uninspiring that's, until that's he, until for. he did something that was really inspiring. So, you know, in the, in the bad way, like he actually provided a moment that was super memorable. Yes. It was, which stands out from the complete blandness of his existence. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's we're not knocking the kid. It's no, just, it's just, it's just, it's right. Tim was right. There's nothing. He's just uninspiring. There's hey, nothing. He didn't do anything. The AFL is Top Gun. This is Miramar. This is the best of the best. Yeah, you know. But he gets another preseason. The he comes to the back. alternate. Sean is in the ladies' room. <laughs> uh, the next next one, the final one. Callum Moore played two games for six total disposals, <laughs> three total hitouts. Careful. Three free kicks against <laughs> and one inside fifty against. A one inside fifty, I should say. That he's on. I think the highlight is that he's on an AFL list at all. A plus. Uh, the highlight for me clearly was the fracker on Twitter. <laughs> that you know, one of us, me, had the temerity to say that he played dog shit, yeah. and that was taken as me like his performance insulting his entire family. Um, yeah, look, he, he had a he had a shocking couple of games. Yeah, you know, he, he got an opportunity. He just wasn't in the right spaces to compete. Yeah. I'm not saying he, he wasn't competitive by his and far as he to, didn't put in the effort. This. He was just wasn't in the he, right areas at the impact. right time. We need to say this, Fab. Everyone who puts on the Guernsey, Matthew Cottrell, Sam Walsh, Callum Moore, doesn't matter. Well, I want you to be a superstar. Yep. I want you to come in and be – Darren Tarkson. I want you to be superb, especially That's Darren That's what I say. Show us something. Show yeah. us something. Yeah. Um, look, got the opportunity, obviously was supposedly banging down the door in those scratch matches, came in, struggled, um, didn't really give us anything, to be honest. Uh, I've graded him as a D. E. D for? D? No, no. What's D for? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's good, Tim. I like that. What did you give Matty Cottrell? I gave him a C, generously. I gave him a C plus. I gave him a D. Yeah. Uh, my exit interview for Callum Moore is that uh, we'll call you. 
Fair enough. That's our grades for thing. What we're going to do, I think, now is uh, for everyone who's listened in, thank you very much. Um, there's still people with us, which is outstanding. Um, these these interviews, all, sorry, these episodes always run quite long just by their very nature. Um, we've obviously gone through the list and tried to be as thorough as we possibly can be. Um, so what we might do is we'll end the live stream now. We'll actually record a little bit of bonus stuff, which we can chop up and, and put into its own episode. How does that sound for you two idiots? Yeah, sounds good. So thank you very, very much for tuning in tonight. It's been fantastic uh, to be back on deck and be back together, to be honest, because we haven't recorded in person for six months. More. Easily. Yep. More. Probably eight Well, you and I did months. Richmond in the dungeon. That is true. When Fab couldn't make it. That was March. It was March. Something. Yep. 25th. The Sunday morning. That is true. That's a good get. So, no, it's all been great. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. As I said, we'll continue and do some stuff offline. Uh, so for me, Sean Peterbatch, thank you very much for listening. For the big Faber Ganoush. Arrivederci ragazzi. For Tim Davis, Coach Davis. Dr. Always Davis. a pleasure. Excellent. We'll catch you shortly, to be honest, because we're going to record some bonus shit right now. So <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you all. Go Blues.